The following is a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic High School football is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, Skeffington's Formal Wear, and Bows on the Floors. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Football. And good evening and welcome to the Unidome here in Cedar Falls. Mark Hamadale alongside Matt Maindring and John Chido as we get set for the 4A semifinal game between Dowling and the Ankeny Hawks. And uh, gentlemen, a beautiful night and evening here in Cedar Falls. Great day to be uh, traveling on the interstates. Uh, blue skies, perfect conditions. And 4A semifinal football, Matt Maindring. I found your chair. It says property of Dave Marcule and Matt <laughs> there you Maindring. Go. Eight straight years of Maroons in the years. final four. You bet. What a feeling. And uh, probably no bigger mountain than what the Maroons have to climb tonight on. You know, this is a pretty big one in front of yeah. them tonight. Yeah, the Aikeny Hawks, uh, tremendous record on the season. They've only lost once. They're, they are 9-1, and one, Dowling 8-1. and one. one team Aikeny lost to was Waukee in week two. And uh, since that time, they've been on a nice little run of their own and uh, winning eight straight to get here. Dowling Catholic also played Waukee. The Maroons beat Waukee, and uh, their only loss was to Johnson, who was eliminated in the first round. So, uh, John Scheidel, uh, both teams get here. It's a CIML, uh, you know, reunion. It's three CIML teams. Uh, actually, one just made it to the final. Southeast Polk, congratulations to Coach Lenovich. They defeated uh, Pleasant Valley 50-10, to and the winner of this game between Dowling and Ankeny will play, uh, play Southeast Polk uh, next Friday night for a state title. But, John, CIML has uh, done very well, and now they're here in the finals. Yeah, they sure have, and, and everybody predicted, uh, or at least talked about it at the beginning of the season, Southeast Polk uh, being in the mix at the end, uh, Ankeny in the mix at, at the end, and and uh, we were just hoping to be here and have the opportunity to to play in this game and, and get to the next level. It's, it's been a great run, and, and it's going to be exciting again tonight uh, to watch these two CIML teams uh, get after it. Yeah, no question. But I know our our, heart, our thoughts and prayers are with uh, the, the faculty at Dowling, the people that knew Tom Barnable, uh, PE teacher at Dowling for many years, 23 years. I had a chance of knowing not only at Dowling but also through Grandview. And our th- thoughts and prayers with uh, his wife Susie and his two boys, Dalton and Cole, and uh, the passing of uh, Tom last Saturday. Uh, Matt Mainry, one of the most devastating news I've ever received. And uh, I... Our hearts and thoughts are with uh, the Barnable family, uh, suffered uh, from COVID, and it was under the uh, doctor's care there, and unfortunately uh, passed away last Saturday. So it's been a tough week at Dowling for the faculty and students, Matt. Yeah, it's, it's been uh, a, a tough week, and, and, you know, Susan and the boys, it's, you know, our, our hearts, everyone at Dowling goes out to them. They're just, a, you know, it, I heard it best, you know, someone said, you know, Tom Barnable never had a bad day. That's kind of the quote that stuck with me that I've heard over and over again. And you talk about someone who, over the six years that I've been here at Dowling, you know, he always had a positive word, uplifting. You never heard him say anything bad about anybody and always did just a heck of a job of lifting kids. And those kids that were on the fringe or whatever else, they would have a tough time finding a home. They found a home in his classes. And uh, just, uh, you know, a, a devastating weekend. 
Yeah, it certainly is. I know uh, we're, we're going to have our, our halftime guest, Andy Jepson, president of Catholic Football League. Uh, New Tom, not only through Dowling, but also through Grandview. They both run the coaching staff at Grandview, and, and uh, Coach Jepson is going to be with us and talk more about that at halftime, so folks stay tuned. But, yes, uh, services are pending for uh, Coach Barnable. Right. Hopefully it will be uh, soon. I know there's an autopsy going on, so that's kind of delayed things. But uh, there will be a recognition tomorrow right before the Grandview game with Culver Stockton at Williams Stadium. At 11.30, they're going to recognize Coach Barnable and his family. Uh, they'll be having all that tomorrow before the noon game. And then following the game, they'll have uh, uh, the, like a drive-by with the family mm-hmm. at Williams Stadium, a beautiful thing that uh, Troy Plummer and the folks at Grandview University have set up uh, for the folks at Grandview and for Dowling, if you'd like to come out. It's kind yeah. of a drive-by uh, there on the south end of Williams Stadium. But, uh, Matt, I just can't imagine what the staff has went through. I know you and, and – uh, uh, Dr. Ryan and, and the rest of the faculty have pulled everybody together. Uh, a lot of prayers are going out, and we want to remember him during this game tonight mm-hmm. between Dowling and Anchor because there's a lot more at stake. Yeah, there is. And, and you know, that the, the PE department is a very close group, and, and Coach Jack and, and Coach Tim O'Neill and, and those guys, they had quite a bond down there with, and, and with our two new guys in there, Zach Nicholson and Adam Benersveld. And, and um, you know, it's it's – it's a it was a tough day Monday when you get everybody back together and and uh, to move through the day. But we had a nice prayer service Monday morning for our staff and uh, just you know to set the tone and told some stories and and most of those stories make you laugh too. That's that's what's good about it. So you know I, I don't know how well you knew him, uh, Johnny, but uh, uh, I remember the road trips and uh, there are road trips when you're in the Hart Conference with Grandview traveling down to Springfield and. Uh, Coach Barr always spoke to me in, uh, in, in this way. Voice, we got a lot of work to do. Our guy's got to get better. Things like that. Mm-hmm. He's always just kind of trying to get the best out of someone. I know he did that in his classroom, in the setting at Dowling. He was also the, uh, one of the track coaches at Dowling. But, yep. uh, Johnny, somebody like that is just going to be missed. Can you imagine when we were going through, a, one of our faculty would have passed away. I, I don't know where we would be. But that's what the kids and the faculty like matter are going through right now. Yeah, m- my kids uh, were very saddened by it and uh, – uh, really uh, enjoyed uh, uh, Coach Barnabo and uh, even Sophie, uh, who's at Iowa State now, mm-hmm. called and uh, really, uh, really was saddened and is going to miss uh, Coach Barnabo. Really enjoyed him in class. I tell you a funny story. Uh, when he was uh, became uh, assistant coach at Dowling for football with Matt Dillon, uh, one of the coaches from Dowling came down to Columbus Park to check on the middle school kids to give a talk to the kids after we we're done practicing. Uh, in the Catholic Football League, and that person was Tom Barnabo. And uh, it was just a neat guy, and, and, and the kids really gravitated toward, toward him. And uh, uh, I just remember that uh, most about that, that moment uh, that I was able to share with him and, and the kids. And I was going to say, you know, and, and then also in our PE staff, we have, you know, Coach Nicholas Spike, who's, again, a student, a former student, who had Barn, you know, and then to work alongside of him. You know, then it's a different dynamic for somebody like that. You know, someone that you looked up to while you were a, a student, and then you get a chance to work with them there. And and you know, it's just it's it's uh, a tough tough road for those guys. And you know, Mark Crouch, who spent a lot of time with them, also mm-hmm. Coach Crouch, and and so and a lot of our other teachers, Lance Shea and and uh, Pete Aussie, hunting guys that you know go out with them and you know tell stories and around the fire. And most of the stories were true. I could admit to have tested a few of those, especially after that 2000 uh, state championship game. We were at his uh, bonfire in his backyard. That was uh, quite some memories. And uh, what other story can I say on the radio? Uh, One one had to do 
with a, a road trip to uh, Springfield, Missouri. And, you know, you go down there, that's six hours. But Barr was one to keep things light. And uh, I think we came away with the win, and he had a way of celebrating. And mm-hmm. we always celebrated victories. Uh, we always try to get better from your losses. And he did that at Grandview and at Dowling. And that's one of the things I'll miss about him. I just saw his wife Susie here last month, and uh, our, our thoughts and prayers with Susie and the boys. And yeah. we'll keep him in our prayers. But in our first segment here, here at the Unidome, Dowling and Ankeny. Oh, what a matchup. Ankeny, they have a lot of guys. And I know Coach Wilson will be coming up next here on Iowa Catholic Radio. But uh, talked about uh, the experience. And, John, we talked about this a little bit earlier this week. Uh, Ankeny's got three-year starters at several positions, starting with the quarterback, tailback, a couple receivers. Then you add a guy to the mix, Arlen Bruce, who's going to the University of Iowa, outstanding uh, uh, threat, triple threat in, in, on offense. Tailback, he can even play a little quarterback along with receiver. And he and Brody Breck are going to be teammates at Iowa. Probably one of the reasons he came up here from uh, uh, Olathe, Kansas. But uh, what a dynamic threat and a lot of speed out there. That's what the Dowling defense will be dealing with tonight. Yeah, you're not going to be able to stop them uh, with, with that, this many weapons offensively, but you, you can slow them down. And the way Dowling can do that is uh, go on long drives of themselves offensively, keep the Ankeny's offense off the field, stay above the chains, don't get behind in those third and long situations, uh, and convert third down, maybe even fourth and short and keep Ankeny's offense off the field. Uh, they can't give up the big plays. Uh, Arlen Bruce, you said uh, if he gets into space, he's very quick, fast, um, and he's hard to contain. So trying to contain him and, and Brody Beck uh, on the outside as a, as a receiver is going to be tough to do. And, and I think Coach Bossom and, and the staff is going to have things dialed up and sure. and be ready to go. The one thing the Dowling defense will be without will be Carson Kriegshauser. He had that uh, – MCL injury, and he's been working in practice, but he's not dressed tonight. He'll yeah. be on the sidelines. He'll hopefully, things work out. He could be available next week. But missing your second-leading linebacker in Carson Krieghauser is a big task. Uh, Adam Townsend will move into his spot, and Adam's a two-way player for Dowling. You'll see him at tailback once in a while, but uh, that's a big blow for the Dowling it defense, is. Matt. And, and Krieghauser was really coming into himself. His last couple games you know, were his best games of the year, and you could really see him grow in confidence in that position, and just was playing lights out and and uh, it's unfortunate but there is some you know it's a glimmer of hope you get through tonight and and uh, he does have a chance to come back and so um that that's a hole to fill but you know the next next man up and, and townsend yep. will come in and and uh talking to the staff this week they felt pretty confident that that they were going to be ready to go yeah they move uh, jack meyer over from will linebacker to rover and Townsend takes his spot at Will Linebacker. So that's the, the defensive uh, injury. On offense, Jackson Smolik gets the range tonight at quarterback. He'll be uh, flying solo. Jake, Jake Steingraber not available. So uh, Jackson, the sophomore, will get the start. And, uh, boy, he's going to face a very tough Ankeny defense who only gives up about nine points a game. And, John, that'll be tough for the young man, but he's got a lot of experience, a lot of uh, uh, time this year, as he shared with uh, uh, Jake Steingraber. Smolik's going to get the range tonight. Yeah, he's it, going to have to make good decisions, uh, take care of the football, uh, you know, live to play another down. You get in those uh, your first, second down, instead of trying to force something in there, uh, you know, throw the ball away uh, and, and live to play a, a third down uh, or a fourth down. Don't don't uh, take your take the team off the field and, and not, not being able to get some points. And, and I think Jackson has gained that experience over the games and throughout the year that, that, that he is coming his own and, you know, with the leadership of Jake Steingraber, that is was tremendous. Will has has helped that, and uh, 
I think you'll be okay. Yeah, I think just one point on that. I think you know, for small kids, don't do things you can't you yeah. know do. Yes. Don't play like you said. Just play within yourself and don't try to make the great play. Just make all the plays really good. Because and, you got five guys up front. Yeah, I'll call it six with Lynch and uh, Sanders at tight end. Five guys up front that'll protect you pretty well. Yes, and they'll mm-hmm. start running the football. And I think you're going to be counting on that offensive line. Gavin, Varelli, Olson, Carey, and Claypool will help uh, Smolik settle in. If he, and as Matt mentioned, can't you can't have him do too much. No, no, and, and that's why you got all those other guys around you. And and that offensive line is going to be tuned in, and and they're going to have to move the ball uh, inside the tackles. Uh, I don't think uh, Dowling's going to be able to get the edge with Ankeny speed on the outside. But they can run point of attack and do some different movements up front to, to get them off balance and have numbers inside to, for their offensive line to, to be able to move the ball in between the tackles. Well, Louis Brooks is available tonight. He'll be starting at one flanker for Dowling along with Mac Anderson. We'll see Carson Brown and Koa Thompson, the four receivers. They might get a lot of action tonight. Uh, Zach Swagger will start at tailback. Cam Middleton will back him up. Blake Anderson will see in there also and maybe Townsend. So uh, everybody's on board. And I remember... Oh, was it four or five years ago, Johnny? We had two quarterbacks in the year. One yeah. of them blew out his yep. knee in this game. J.T. Yes. Brown, unfortunately, went down. And the next guy in who was sharing it took us to a state title. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Kurt, Kurt Walding. Yeah. Yeah. Kurt yeah. Walding, thank yep. you. Yeah. I knew you'd help me out with the he name. He ended up at Arizona, didn't he? Yeah, Arizona yeah. State. Arizona uh, there State. was two heck of quarterbacks there. And, yeah. Uh, I see a lot of similarities. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take a break here in the pregame show. Coming up next, we're going to catch up with uh, – Head coach Tom Wilson of Dowling Catholic, he'll preview tonight's game, kind of recap the week that wasn't, the Dowling Valley game. It uh, didn't happen, and uh, Dowling gets the automatic advancement to the semifinals. We'll talk with Matt, or talk with uh, Coach Wilson about that. When we return from the New Dome in Cedar Falls, it's Dowling and Ankeny pregame here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. And welcome back to the pregame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio. The state semifinals tonight in Class 4A. It's Dowling taking on Ankeny for the first time these two teams meet this year. And this is Mark Amadale joined by head coach Tom Wilson of Dowling Catholic. Coach, it's good to see you. I know we've had a few weeks off again this year. And best of luck tonight against Ankeny. I appreciate it. It's, uh, it's certainly been strange, but uh, here we are back at the Dome, and it's something that we certainly strive to do each and every year, and uh, happy to be back. Well, Coach, uh, you, you look back at last week, Dowling Valley was supposed to be played in the uh, quarterfinals at Drake Stadium. That didn't happen, and uh, obviously now you've got another two-week stretch where you don't play. And uh, talk about the week off. Talk about the decision, what happened with uh, the Valley not being, the game not being played, and you getting the 
uh, getting to advance. That that was an interesting uh, uh, several hours there on Thursday afternoon. Uh, it was very strange, and I, I get to, I'm walking out to practice, and I get a call from Brad Rose, the AD, and I text him, and I said, you know, I'm busy, I'm going to practice, and he said, well, it's kind of important, uh, so I ended up calling him, and and uh, he told me the news, and and uh, which was unfortunate, and I thought, well, here we go, I got to talk to these kids, and and uh, obviously we were very much looking forward to play as as I'm sure they were, and. So I pulled the kids in and told them, and it was just kind of uh, a stunning silence. And, and uh, I just said, well, we're going to practice like we usually do on Thursday, and, and uh, I'll let you know what's going to happen from there. So uh, it, uh, it was tough. I, I, you know, Obviously, with our experience in canceling things in the summer, uh, certainly felt bad uh, for Valley and, and their coaches and, and the community because uh, that's, that's a tough pill to swallow. And, and uh then I, we just basically uh, set our sights on the next ball game after that, and uh, Ankeny ends up beating Waukee, and we knew who our opponent was going to be uh, Friday night. So uh, it was all systems go uh, over the weekend. And that was the good news. Obviously, uh, for you, it's it's like, well, you got a, another week off, which last week ended up being, but you didn't prepare that way. This is the second or third time this happened this year. So as a coach, you're used to a routine. You always have an opponent at the end of the horizon. And uh, several times this year, that hasn't happened. You're right, but in 2020, all bets are off. Uh, I mean, we had the uh, the Roosevelt game that gave us a bye week, and then we get a bye week the first round of the playoffs, and then, you know, lo and behold, the quarterfinals. But, you know, our kids have rolled through it pretty well, um, and, and we've been able to continue to, to try to get better, and, and uh, obviously we needed to, and, and uh, the kids have. They've done a pretty good job with it, and here we are. Well, going back to the Waterloo West game, a, a game that uh, you won 38-12 uh, to 12 at Drake Stadium. That was your last game a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, it was a great win. You move on, but uh, it came at a loss, and that was your linebacker. Uh, Krieg Salzer's out. Carson uh, suffered an injury, uh, probably a season-ending injury with the MCL, and now you're down a linebacker who uh, uh, second on the team in tackles, had his, another interception during that West game, but then goes out with the knee injury, and uh, you you're having now an extra week to prepare with another linebacker. Yeah, Kriegs is, uh, he's had a very good year, and, and uh, that was a, a tough pill to swallow. And, and uh, he tried to come back some this week, and he's not quite ready. And so, you know, it's, it's our job to try to get him another week. And, and uh, he's working at it. I'll give him that. And, and uh, you know, uh, Coach Lark doesn't usually say too much, but uh, he, has, he has said that Kriegs is doing all he can to try to get back and get that uh, – that injury healed up, and uh, if uh, he keeps attacking like that, hopefully uh, he would get, get another chance. Well, Coach, in the, in the win over uh, West Waterloo, obviously that's a team you, we haven't faced since, I think, 1976. And uh, talk about that. So, what, Recap that game. I know it was a couple weeks ago, the best you can, yeah. but recap that game. Uh, it was a physical game at times, but uh, talk about uh, the positives and negatives for the Maroons. Well, we felt like going in that we could control the line of scrimmage, and, and uh, I felt like we did. I mean, uh, Cam had a big night uh, running the football. Um, you know, obviously, uh, weather wasn't conducive to really throwing it all over the place with the wind, but uh, I thought offensively we did some very good things. Uh, you know, defensively, they, they certainly have some weapons there. I think their quarterback does a nice job. Uh, they had a wide receiver that we thought was pretty good, and, and he showed that a couple of times. Uh, throughout the course of the night, but at the end, you know, I, I think our strength and numbers certainly help us in a ball game like that with our kids playing one way and 
getting stronger as we go as opposed to them getting more fatigued because they had more two-way players. This is with head coach Tom Wilson before tonight's uh, Class 4A semifinal round game between Dowling and Ankeny here at the Unidome and Cedar Falls. This is Mark Amadale, and I'll come back and talk with Coach Wilson about tonight's opponent, the Ankeny Hawks, here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. Support Catholic Media. What an incredible gift Catholic Media is. Support any kind of Christian outreach that's getting the word out. Because it's a contrast to the negative message which is often being promoted, especially as regards issues of human dignity. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Welcome back to the pregame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadale. Now, continue my conversation with head coach Tom Wilson as Dowling takes on Ankeny. And, coach, last year uh, you saw Ankeny twice. This year we haven't seen them at all, but they made the final four, and so did the Maroons. Should be a great matchup. Uh, talk about this uh, this game. Uh, you know, Ankeny's got, I think, one of the most veteran teams around. A lot of these seniors were starters and sophomores, as, as you and I remember. And uh, some, of, some of them have a lot of experience, I would say, Maybe not so much in their offense and defensive lines, but certainly their skill positions. Uh, your thoughts on the Hawks? A very talented team. Uh, you know, Coach Rick Nelson, uh, longtime UNI offensive line coach. Uh, you know, one of the things that he and I always share is is one of his main mentors in his life and career is Don Arusha, and, and uh, Coach Arusha has meant the world to me uh, as well, and uh, he's. Uh, I still talk to Coach Arusha, as does Coach Nelson, and so we uh, we always swap uh, Coach Arusha stories. But uh, he does a great job. They've done a terrific job with that program. Um, you're right. A lot of these kids that that we're facing tonight, you know, I faced when they were sophomores. And you know, Brody Breck uh, going to the University of Iowa, uh, terrific player. Uh, Bauer, their quarterback, is another terrific player. He, I know, he college is thinking awful lot of him, and then. You know, Arlen Bruce, uh, who became eligible later in the year, um, also going to the University of Iowa. Uh, they have plenty of weapons. And, and uh, Kadolf, their running back, um, been in and out of the lineup some, but uh, only a junior. He's a terrific player as well. So uh, they give us a, a big challenge. And, and uh, like I said, a team with uh, very few weaknesses and, and a veteran lineup. Well, they certainly are, and you go back to last year, you, you faced them twice, and you won both times during the regular season, week five up at Ankeny, 24-14, and then beat them at Williams Stadium in the playoffs, uh, 42-14. You can throw all that out because it's a whole different team, and both teams have, have changed. Um, your thoughts on some of the matchups tonight with Ankeny, Coach? I know it's going to be a series by series, but uh, uh, talk about what the Maroons can expect when they go against the Ankeny defense. Well, the the Ankeny defense is is – 
a lot of movement, a lot of blitzing. Uh, Brecken uh, Manis is—he's a three-year starter, and, and their leading tackler, I believe, does a terrific job. They got a defensive end that, that we feel like is a handful. Um, do a great job disguising their coverages. Um, very physical. Um, you know, we're hoping that we can create some angles and, and get some mismatches and move some people around uh, in order to be able to run the football. And and obviously, we're going to have to be able to throw. Uh, we feel like we've got uh, some of our strengths are, are really within our wide receivers and our tight end, and, and we've got to somehow get them implemented in the game plan. And of course, the uh, the Dowling defense going against this very talented Ankeny offense, especially their skills. You mentioned three of them there, but. Uh, uh, offensive line have one returning starter, and that's the uh, Espino kid, number 67, their right guard. Uh, talk about the matchup with Dowling's defense against Ankeny's offense. It's a handful, and, uh, you know, Breck, uh, you know, we double covered him all the time last year. Um, we felt that we could hang in in the running game. Well, Cadolf's a year older, and Arlen Bruce is, is uh, now at Ankeny, and that makes that a whole lot of difference. And you know, number seven, Summers, um, I think is a, is a really good player too, and I think you know, sometimes he gets lost in the shuffle just because of the, the kids that are higher profile, but you know, he could play for anybody in this area, and, and uh, he's also a dangerous player. So um, it's going to be uh, you know, hopefully a chess match, and, and we can hang in and uh, – you know, you mentioned their offensive line. I, with the, the lack of people returning, you know, that's really Coach Nelson's specialty, and he's certainly brought those guys along. And, you know, when you've got somebody like Bruce back there carrying the ball, you don't have to hold those blocks very long. And, and uh, we have to try to minimize the big play. And, and uh, they're going to get some. They're going to get yards. They're too explosive not to. Uh, we just have to create some opportunities for us and, and uh, make things more difficult for them. Coach, I think, Seeing three out of the four CIML teams in the Class 4A semifinals is a testament to football around here. And you almost have a playoff game every Friday night or whenever you play. And certainly with Southeast Polk in the other bracket and Dowling and Ankeny going at it, three of the final four are from Central Iowa. And that is just amazing. We couldn't say that 15, 20 years ago. But you can now. It's a testament to coaches like you and coaches like uh, uh, Rick Nelson at Ankeny and uh, Coach Leonard that's over at uh, Southeast Polk. Well, you're right, and and uh, there's a lot of talent around here, and you know, Waukee is is a really good football team, and and uh, you know, they just happened to run into Ankeny uh, in the quarterfinals. You know, Valley was much improved, and you know, Urbandale uh, had a terrific year as well, and and we lost to Johnston. So uh, there's obviously uh, some really really good teams in this area. Uh, that you have to play, you know, typically week in and week out. And, and I think uh, it gets the rest of us ready for times like this. Coach, thanks for visiting with us here in the pregame as you have all season. We look forward to uh, tonight's game. Best of luck to you and your coaching staff and your players. And uh, we'll talk to you down the road. All right. Thank you. And Coach Tom Wilson has been my guest here on the pregame show. From the Union Dome in Cedar Falls, it's Dowling and Ankeny coming up here on Iowa Catholic Radio. I'm Mark Hemadil as Matt Mandering and John Chatto will rejoin the broadcast from the Unidome here in Cedar Falls on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org.
Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And welcome back to the Unidome here in Cedar Falls as Dowling has just taken the field here as we get set for a kickoff here about six and a half minutes away. Mark Hamadale joined by Matt Mandring here in the press box. John Chido down on the Dowling sideline. And uh, the Ankeny Hawks come out and they're all gold uniforms with white helmets. Dowling and they're all white uniforms and white helmets. Kind of like the old Thursday night football yeah. NFL games. They all just yeah. wear one color each. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, there's no greater feeling when that garage door starts to go up and you hear some Metallica <laughs> and you're running out onto the field. That's that's that gets the blood going down there. When that garage door starts going up, you know it's gonna, it's game time. No question about it. John Chidel's on the Dowling sideline, which is the far sideline here. And, uh, Johnny, give us an update over there. Well, you wouldn't think that's a limited attendance because it's really loud in here, and, and you, wouldn't, you couldn't tell that uh, there's only 2,400 people total. So that's a great thing, and it's a good thing for the kids in this environment. Yeah, we're going to have some uh, special pregame ceremonies, so let's try to uh, get some of this out of the way here early. want to thank... Our supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, they include Bozen the Flores, Ashworth Vision, Construct Professionals, along with Dental Associates. Our thanks to Kemen, Mercy One, and Skeffingtons. And uh, we want to thank our studio producers all season long, Jeff Piggott here tonight. And uh, we appreciate having Jeff and all the guys behind the mics as uh, our final, hopefully, two games here on Iowa Catholic Radio this season. And the... Uh, both teams are on the field right now. So we're going to take a break and come back. We'll have a word from uh, Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic High School. And we'll also have our pregame prayer with Father Ryan Andrew. All coming up, it's Dowling and Ankeny. The 4A semifinal, the winner takes on Southeast Polk next Friday night in the 4A championship game. Southeast Polk, a 50-10 winner over Pleasant Valley in the earlier game. And we'll return to the Unidome after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School. Welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School football. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting football, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers tonight for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Back here at the uh, Unidome in Cedar Falls, Mark Abadil, Matt Mandering, John Scheidel as pregame festivities going on before tonight's game between Ankeny 
and Dowling Catholic. Let's take a look at the starters for Dowling. On the offensive line, the left tackle will be Sam Gavin tonight, a senior, along with uh, Dominic Varelli, uh, a senior left guard. Jake Olson will be the center. And we'll take a break come back with the kickoff here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Skeffington's Formal Wear, for sponsoring Dowling Catholic High School football. In business since 1951, Skeffington's Formal Wear offers quality service, style, and selection, providing tuxedos, suits, and casual groom attire for weddings, proms, and any other special occasion. Skeffington's Formal Wear, with convenient locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. All locations are family-owned and operated by members in their respective communities, fitting you for life celebrations, online at skeffingtons.com. National Anthem being performed tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio as we get set for Dowling and Ankeny. Alongside Matt Mandering, Mark Emmerdale, and uh, Matt, all the pregame festivities apparently are over. The teams are out on the field. They're going to their respective benches right now. And uh, what a matchup, trying to get uh, back to the indoor environment. And Dowling's yeah. been up here for eight straight years. They're, they've won 33 in a row in the postseason. The Hawks of Ankeny haven't been up here since their uh, title back in uh, 20. 12, and that was the last year Ankeny was one school. Now they're split into Centennial and Ankeny High. And this is their first year back, so a lot to get used to, yeah. but it's indoor football in the middle of almost winter here in Iowa. Yeah, it's it's a, quite an environment, and it is it is a little odd to look out here and, and see everybody spread out here at, at the oh my. at the dome, and you see and, and masks on and everything else. It's You know what a, what a difference a year makes. Yes, it is. But, and, again, the thing we have to keep reminding ourselves is we're just fortunate to play because there's a lot of kids that aren't getting this opportunity and, and uh, we're able to play, and the teams have earned to be here today, and these are two good football teams. A couple of captains out there right now. Uh, quarterback Jace Bauer of Ankeny wearing number eight. And uh, Dowling's Andrew Lynch, the tight end, number 89. They're both out there for the pregame coin toss. And Ankeny will receive. Dowling deferred to the second half, so we're going to see the Ankeny offense on the field first. So this will be quite interesting. Let's bring in John Scheido, and you're going to see all that speed that Ankeny has. And John, not only on the opening kick, just besides the opening kickoff, but also on their first offensive series. Yeah, I would imagine that Ankeny's going to try to get Arlen Bruce involved early in the ball game to to, to, to settle those nerves and get him in space, what some of those easy uh, swing passes, something like that. Because he has been playing running back uh, a, a lot in the last uh, couple of games for, for Ankeny. So with Ankeny getting the ball first, I would expect the, them right away trying to get uh, Arlen Bruce uh, with his hands on the football. Uh, no question. Now, Ankeny's a little banged up also. Johnny kind of alluded to it. Arlen Bruce will be playing a little tailback because their starting tailback, who's a good one, Colin Kadolf, 5'10 junior, has 14 touchdowns this year. He's a little nicked up. He got nicked up during the Waukee game. And they're tied in. They're starting tight end. Wes Folk, outstanding baseball player, going to play baseball at Iowa, is also dinged up. Now, they will play a little bit. At least they'll start. 
we'll see how far they go. But that's why Bruce has been kind of playing all over, Matt. And uh, what an, an excitement. If you're an Iowa fan, which I am, Arlen Bruce and uh, Brody Breck, you got to love it. But tonight? Not tonight. Not tonight. Yeah, tonight. <laughs> Diego Leon will kick off for Dowling Catholic. And uh, back deep for Ankeny is Cade Summers. He stands between the 10-yard uh, line markers and a little squib kick, and it takes a hop, and it's going to be fielded by Ankeny at the 20-yard line. They go down the uh, right side, and finally driven down is uh, the Hawks up back that time, uh, Brody Breck, who was on special teams. Tackle by Austin Klein out there, nice solid tackle for him, and you know gets the blood flowing right away. And this is, this is going to be interesting to see how this uh, Dowling defense uh, – looks at stopping all of the weapons that, that Ankeny has in front of them. and There are weapons. There are weapons. A lot yeah. of weapons. Uh, Jace Bauer is the quarterback. Colin Kadolf is the tailback. They'll go with a three-receiver set. Number seven is Cade Summers, Brody Breck, number 11, and Arlen Bruce, number 14. The tight end is Wes Folk. And here's Bauer. Hand off to Kadolf up the middle. He turns the corner trying to get outside and does. He's got the first down as... The line of scrimmage was right at the Ankeny 29. He got out of bounds right at the 40-yard line for a gain of 11. Hole opened up there on the right side, a little power play inside, and, and they managed to create quite a hole there. It was kind of odd. Everyone kind of settled down and almost stopped in the middle of that play. It was kind of weird and, it, and, and kept going. Nice run there and a good start for Ankeny. All right. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Bauer back to throw, and now penalty flags down. And we'll, have, we'll hear the referee, I think, for the first time tonight. We have to... Try to pick up his mic. Prior to the snap, false start, offense, number 12. And they get uh, number 12, Brady McCullough, who was a receiver in that set. Uh, Cade Summers, Brody Breck, Arlen Bruce, the three starting receivers, Ben Allman and uh, Brady McCullough will mix in there, along with the tight end, Braden Simonson. So it backs him up five yards back to the Ankeny 35. And Bauer back to throw, now being chased from the right side. He's going to run with it. Downfield he goes. He lunges his way across the 45 up near the 47-yard line. So he gets about 12 yards back. And he'll bring up third, and a, or rather second down, and about three. Adam Townsend on the stop for the Maroons. It chase, you know, he... he can run the football, and, and Jace has 96 carries, 604 yards on the year. Yes, he can. He's a threat. As if they don't have enough. Have enough. Yeah. Three receivers to the right, and the tight end on the left side for Ankeny Bauer, and the give is the tailback, and that's Kadolf when he's swallowed under. Colin Kadolf, 5'10", junior, scored 14 touchdowns, 807 yards, and gets none there, so will bring up third and long for Ankeny from their own 46, a loss of one. Outstanding play by Chase Patton right there. He blew up his offensive lineman and was able to throw him into the running back and was able to get a, a hand on him and trip him up. All right, here's a snap, and I don't think Bauer was expecting no. it. I think the center was a snap count ahead of everybody else. Bauer's tackled in the backfield, and it'll bring up fourth and three for Ankeny from their own 46. Two mental errors on that series after the first down for Ankeny. They had to, uh, the, the false start, which puts them back behind the chains, and then the early snap and sets the tone for the Maroons here to get something going on offense. Now, Ankeny's punter is also their backup quarterback. Colin Riggs, a 5'10", 175-pound senior, wearing number two. He's averages 32 yards. Here's a snap. Bounce snap, but Bauer picks it up. And rather, Riggs picks it up, and now back up for Dowling is 
Louis Brooks, and he didn't fair catch it. He caught it right at the 22-yard line. That's where the Maroons will start their offense. First and 10 from their own 22-yard line. Let's go down to John Chido on the Dowling sideline here. Matt, Johnny, take it away. Uh, the, the unexpected snap and, and the nice play by Chase Patton stopped that drive for Ankeny. As you saw, Chase Bauer, he, if he gets space and can get outside that pocket, that's going to hurt Dowling defense with the speed. And, and fortunately enough, that Dowling had a, a great stop by Chase Patton. Yeah, it certainly is. And now first down, Dowling from their own 22-yard line. Dowling going left to right. They're in their all-white uniforms. Smolik is the quarterback. The give is to the tailback. And the first carry of the ball game is the senior, Zach Squagger, and he knifes his way over right guard and bulls his way up to the 26, a gain of four. Nice, strong run, and that's going to be the key for the Maroons tonight. Can, can Schwager, can Cam Middleton churn out these, these four yards? That's what they want every time, four, four, and four. And you can't be second and third and long with this type of team. And now Lynch goes in motion left to right, two receivers to left, one to the right, and Zwager in the backfield to give us to him, and he's fighting off tackles, and he, Gets up near the 28-yard line, a gain of two, and it'll bring up third down for Dowling. Strong run there. They hit a little bit of a crease early, and, and the line was pushing, and, and Zach made everything he could out of that, and he creates a third and four. You know, So it's a manageable position, but it's, this is going to be about ball control for the Maroons. Cam Middleton checks in. Zwager checks out. Now the Maroons now having late personnel. checks back in for the fullback position. Yes, he will. So... Jackson Smolik is the quarterback. He'll go the distance tonight. Here's the snap. The sophomore hands it off to Cam Middleton, trying to turn the corner left side, bowling his way, and he'll be tackled shy of the first down right at the 31-yard line. He needed four, got three. Yeah, nice run. He let the play develop in front of him and got behind the one blocker and just got a little bit ahead of it. And, and uh, you know, it's a little bit of that early, yep. early energy going. And um, so the three and out for the Maroons. Mentioned Dowling's offensive line. We talked about Sam Gavin and Dominic Varelli, the left tackle and guard. The center, Jake Olson, the senior captain. Gabe Carey, the right guard. Finn Claypool, the right tackle. And Andrew Lynch and Caden Sanders, the tight ends. And now Dowling forced to punt. Calvert in the punt for Dowling. Good snap. The left-footed kicker gets it away, averaging 32 points. And Jake's been used to punting in here. Bounces inside the Hawk 20, inside the 15, and it'll be down at the 10-yard line as Brody Breck let it go. And it'll be first and 10, Ankeny from their own 10-yard line. How about that by Calvert? What a punt by Calvert. He hit that thing perfect, got the spiral out of it, and you can see the nose and and, uh, just an outstanding punt and got a good kick, and Maroons cover, and away we go. We're going to spot it down at the 9-yard line. 8.06 remaining here in the first quarter. No score, Dowling and Ankeny, as both teams have had one offensive possession. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline. That is where John Chido is at. Johnny? Well, kind of a little chess match going on, you know, with the Dowling uh, offense. Uh, and we kind of expected that. And Coach, Coach Wilson has the script that he's going to go off of, and, and, and it will vary a little bit from there in, in kind of seeing how Ankeny lines up and how they, how they adapt to any switches and anything like that. And uh, so I, I would imagine the next series can be a little bit more aggressive. Uh, there was all runs right there, and, and the, the holes were there. It's just uh, uh, like, like Coach mentioned earlier in the broadcast, you, you have to be a little bit more patient if you're running back. And uh, Ankeny will start after a 60-yard punt by Dowling's Jake Calvert. Came in averaging 32, and he doubled his uh, chances there with that tremendous punt. And Brecht, the, out, the senior, the three-year starter, lets it go. Yeah. And he, you know, opportunity to fair catch it. And let's see how uh, much dividend that will pay for the Dowling defense who will take the field here momentarily. Special teams, you know, you get down to these last two games, and it's special teams and penalties. You know, and if you can – 
minimize your penalties and maximize your special teams that you know and you look at the the, the wins that Dowling has had down here over the last couple mm -hmm. of years you know the, the error the margin of error has not been very much so it comes down to those things so little things we want to thank tonight's uh, sponsors here on Iowa Catholic Radio that includes Dental Associates Construction Professionals and Ashworth Vision Center our thanks also to uh, Skeffington's Formal Wear Mercy One and Kemen and of course our Red Zone Sponsor is Bozen's. Bozen's uh, makes the moment mean more. Say more with Bozen, 515-244-ROSE. Mark Amadale, Matt Maindring here in the press box here at the Unidome in Cedar Falls. And John Chido on the uh, Dowling sideline. First and 10, Ankeny, Bauer, toss play, left side, and that is Kadolf. And he slips as he crosses the 10-yard line as he tried to get outside the left tackle. And uh, Kadolf is brought down. He brings himself down after trying to make a cut. Yeah, good play there, good rally to the football, Max Derry and, uh, and Townsend get over there and, and get the stop. And, uh, you know, it's, it's all about reading the keys for this defense right now. You know, they've got the things that they're looking for on the offensive side, and can they read them, can they stay home and flow to the football? All right, second down for the Hawks. Here's Bauer at his own 12-yard line, being chased in the backfield, now being sacked in the backfield, back at the five-yard line. The Maroons got him, and that's uh, yeah. it was Pettis back there. I think it was Pearson. And Pearson, yeah. both were around him. and yep. Pettis, Pettis disrupted his, his movement back there, and Pearson finished it off. Offensive line for Ankeny. Let's introduce them. Justice Miller to left tackle, a senior. Logan Curtis, number 64, a senior. Tyler Campbell, a senior center. The, the veteran is the right guard, number 67, Antonio Espino, the junior, and Joe Kingston, number 74, right tackle, a sophomore. And now here's Bauer, little misdirection to backfield. He's going to be sacked again. No gain in the play. They'll spot forward progress to the five, and everything going wrong deep in their own territory, and that will bring up fourth down for the Hawks of Ankeny. And this is where the special teams part of it plays off. When your defense can do that, Jalen Pettis disrupted, got to Bauer right away, didn't get the tackle, but forced the forced the play. And now look what that 60-yard punt could do for the Maroons as Louis standing on on the Ankeny 45. Well, the field position was flipped, and you can thank Jake Calvert, the Dowling punter, with a 60-yarder to do that. Here's a snap, and uh, Riggs, the punter, gets it away. Colin Riggs, high kick, and it's fielded by... Louis Brooks, the 47 of Ankeny, turns the corner left side, 40, still on his feet, and finally smothered under at about the 38-yard line. In Ankeny territory, that is where Dowling will start. First and 10 from the Hawk, 38, 6-13 remaining. First quarter, no score, Dowling and Ankeny here in the 4A semifinal of the Iowa High School football playoffs. The winner will meet the Southeast Polk Rams, a 50-10 thrashing of Pleasant Valley in the early game this afternoon. Yeah. And uh, let's go down to John Chido for an update. That Dowling defense starting to pin their ears back, uh, Johnny, there. Yeah, they're getting after Chase Bauer. And, and when they're trying, when Ankeny's trying to do that misdirection, you don't have a lot of time when you're sending more people than, than Ankeny can block. And, and Dowling's doing a great job containing him inside that pocket. All right, Smolik at quarterback. And Jackson hands it up right at the gut. Cam Middleton's loose. He's in the secondary and finally tripped up at the 22-yard line of Ankeny. That's a 14-yard run for a Dowling first down. Outstanding blocking on that right side of the football right there and, and uh, just opened up a cavern for Cam Middleton to run through, and the, the linebacking crew from Ankeny was nowhere to be found. So it's first and 10 Dowling. It'll give Cam a 17-yard run. They'll spot him down at the 21. Here's Smolik back to throw. Lost towards the end zone. It's got a man open. Touchdown! 
Andrew Lynch, the tight end, running well, the skinny post, but a penalty flag down. Penalty on the field. This might be offensive. And they had a little hand jostling. Let's see if we can yeah. pick it up on the, on the replay here. And we'll pick up the official's mic here, uh, Matt and uh, Johnny. Right now it's 6 nothing Dowling, and they're walking back. We'll get the call here from our referee. Pass interference. Offense. Number 89. It's a 15-yard penalty. Replay the down. So Andrew Lynch, guilty of pass interference. They're going to show the play again, Matt, on the... Uh... Yeah, he extended his arm right be- while the ball was in the air. You could see him extend his arm and just get a little nudge and create that separation that, that they called the penalty on. They're calling it tight early. Yep. Caleb Ratchie, the uh, free safety for Ankeny, was in coverage. Now Dowling backed up to the 35, and now here's a handoff to Middleton, and Cam is swallowed up. May have gotten a yard as the uh, Dowling line of scrimmage was the 36-yard line after the uh, penalty. They stayed conservative there on first and, and or, yeah, first and, and a bunch, and now it's it was first and 25, now it's second and 22. Try that thing with Cam, and, you, you know, you get Smolik out here, big start for him as a sophomore, and now he's got to go make a play. So it brings up second down, as you mentioned, second and 22, Dowling on the Ankeny 34. Back to throw, Smolik fires downfield, and he overthrows Koa Thompson incomplete on the left side of the formation. They had a little bit of pressure there from um, Tamden Webb, Tate, uh, that Smolik threw a really nice football out there, and the timing was just a little bit off. Otherwise, it was all right on the money. So this will bring up third down, third and 22 for the Maroons. Dowling has to get inside the 12-yard line to get a first down. Maroons will go with two receivers left, one to the right. The tight end is Lynch on the right side. Ankeny showing blitz, and now they'll rush six. And now Smolik's going to go down as he's sacked back at the 40-yard line. He'll lose six, and Dowling will have to punt it away or go for it here. We'll see what happens. Yeah, in this position, Tamden Webb Tate again to get in there and blitzing, and that's one thing Coach talked about before the game is they are a heavy blitz outfit. And uh, with that offense that they have, they can afford to gamble defensively, and, and they brought the blitz course on third and 20-some. You can gamble. Dowling will bring in the punting unit as Brecht back deep for Ankeny. Brody stands inside his 10-yard line. Calvert will stand back at his own 45-yard line. Line of scrimmage is the 40. No score. Dowling and Ankeny on fourth down and 29. And there's a punt by Calvert angling towards the – Far sideline inside the 20. Dowling will let it roll. Rather, Ankeny will let it roll out of bounds right around the 15-yard line. So another fine punt by Calvert. And with 4.15 remaining here in the first quarter, no score. Dowling and Ankeny here on Iowa Catholic Radio. We're going to have a media timeout. We'll take one ourselves with 4.15 remaining here in the first quarter from the Unidome of Cedar Falls. It's Dowling nothing, Ankeny nothing here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. 
Amazon. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. When you do, you get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at the Unidome in Cedar Falls alongside Matt Maindring. I'm Mark Amadale, John Chidel on the Dowling sideline. No score with uh, 4.15 remaining here in the first quarter. Media timeout. Yeah, they have those because uh, they put this thing on TV and yeah. you got to pay for all those media spots. But let's go down to John Scheidel as uh, the Maroons uh, had a kind of a spark there, Johnny, but that pass interference call wiped out a touchdown for Dowling. would have been for 21 yards to uh, uh to Lynch, but it was wiped out due to the penalty, and the Maroons couldn't re, uh, recoup. Yeah, that, I think Dowling has, has seen some good matchups uh, offensively. Uh, that that last one, unfortunately, was a, a offensive pass interference, but it was a good matchup with Andrew Lynch with his height, one on one with uh, uh, Ankeny's defensive back, uh, and a lot of the the running game. Uh, Cam Middleton was able to run the ball successful up the middle, so there's a lot of good things that came out of that even though there was no points on the board. All right, Ankeny with the football from their own 16-yard line, and Arlen Bruce gets the ball on his first carry out of the backfield, and he tries to run right and squirms up to about the 19-yard line. Yeah, that little cross-buck act. You know, they come across the quarterback's face there, Arlen Bruce does, to the back side of that play, and that's a staple as they want to try and run that to the tight end side and, and uh, get only a couple yards. Not a bad play by the defense. Second down, seven for the Hawks. Line of scrimmage is their own 19, and Bauer back to throw, fires it out, and it's caught. Caught by West Folk, their tight end from the left side, and he's got the first down, crosses the 25 up near the 27 or 8-yard line, a pickup of 8. Jack Meyer on the stop for the Maroons and playing the little zone coverage right there, and, and uh, they were able to slip the tight end underneath him and, and enough for the first down, and they move the chains. First and 10, Ankeny. Line of scrimmage is their own 27-yard line. They go right to left. Hawks in their all-gold uniforms. They're the home team. And now a quick slant pattern. It's caught by Cade Summers. And he ran a quick post, and he stopped right at the 49-yard line. Let's see if they move it up to the – I'm sorry, the 46-yard line. They'll spot it. A 19-yard reception that time. Chase, uh, those, Jace Bauer to uh, Cade Summers. Those quick hitters are tough to stop. And that slant, they, they have the timing down on that well. And same, Summers is the – like you said earlier – Mark, he's the forgotten guy in this in this powerful offense. Yeah, you can't forget about him, and I don't think uh, the quarterback Bauer did, so it's first and ten. Ankeny, and now penalty flags and a procedure call against the Hawks, and that'll back him up five yards. This Prior is, to the snap, this is full start offense, number 12. And they call that again on McCullough. That's his second penalty. He's one of the backup receivers, and I know uh, head coach uh, Rick Nelson probably does, <laughs> doesn't like that. Mental mistakes. Uh, kind of will take something out of a drive. And, and those receivers are out there right in front of that official that's looking down the line, and, and they stand out more than anybody when they flinch like that out there. So we'll bring up first and 15 for Ankeny, back on their own 41-yard line. Bauer, an inside handoff, and that is Arlen Bruce with it, trying to get outside, and he is 
swarmed under right about the 45, 44-yard line, so a gain of about four yards, we'll call it, to the 45 of Ankeny. Really good play there by Adam Townsend. You know, and we talked about, uh, you know, coming in for Krigshauser, how's he going to play today, and, and uh, that was an outstanding read and way to get to the alley to get the stop there and limit Bruce on that run. Second down, 11, Hawks. As we approach the two-minute mark here in the first quarter, no score, Dowling and Ankeny from the Unidome and Cedar Falls. The winner plays Southeast Polk next Friday. Now a quarterback draw. Byron keeps it, and he runs to the right side, gets a couple up near the 48, maybe the 49-yard line. They'll give him three. Great play by Jalen Pettis coming from his defensive tackle. When that quarterback does that draw, you know, that defensive tackle runs up the field thinking pass. And as fast as Jalen is, he was able to get back there and get the shoestring tackle and bring, bring Bauer down. He's the young man, Pat, and you're talking about for Dowling. Dowling offense can't block him in practice, so you yeah. can imagine what the opponent is. Three receivers to the left. It's third and seven for Ankeny, setting up the screen. Caught by Bruce, and he's loose. Arlen Bruce, first down and more. Inside the 30, inside the 20, still on his feet, and finally gang tackled inside the 15 of Dowling. First down Ankeny and Arlen Bruce getting loose in space. They, uh, the right play called against the right defensive call if you're an Ankeny fan because the blitz was coming and they threw it into Arlen Bruce and he had a lot of field to work with. There were two guys there from the Bruins that had a chance, but he, he's, he's elusive. Yes, he is. 28-yard run. Check that, 38-yard run and a first down Ankeny. And now here is... Bauer inside handoff to Bruce, and he goes from left to right, right around right end. He gets down at the 10-yard line to gain a three, and it'll bring up second and seven for the Hawks. Starting to see the uh, Ankeny offense getting to a little bit of a rhythm here and and uh, with no negative plays, and here's where the, you know, the Dowling front four, or the, the front the front eight, you really have to get up there and, and disrupt. And Ankeny will send three receivers out, and you got to pay attention to them. Three receivers left, tight end on the left, and one back in the backfield. Quarterback's Jace Bauer. They go right to left. Bauer looking to his left out of the shotgun, and he's hit and dropped, sacked in the backfield. I think he stumbled over his offensive lineman, and it was finished off there by one of the Dowling defensive linemen. That front four for Dowling is really giving Bauer a run for his money, and that offensive line's having a tough time blocking him. And, and uh, Russell Pearson was able to get a hand on him, and uh, they're going to let the time run out at the end of the quarter. So we've come to the end of the first quarter here at the Unidome in Cedar Falls. Dowling nothing and Ankeny nothing. The winner will play Southeast Polk for the 4A State Championship game next Friday night. We'll be back with the second quarter tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. 
And we're back here at the Unidome in Cedar Falls. Mark Amadale alongside Matt Maindring. Third down and 11 now for Ankeny. No scores. We start the second quarter. John Chido, a quick word from you as a pretty good defensive play that last play as Bauer was sacked by Russell Pearson. Good pressure by the Dowling defensive line thus far. Yeah, if our defensive line, especially our ends, don't get too far upfield and they spill everything and, and that that stops Chase Bauer's feet and allows our our linebackers to run free and get there to help with the making tackles in the backfield. The screen pass that Ankeny ran was set up real well. Our, our defense just got out of a p- position there, and when you get a position with an Arlen Bruce, as quick as he is, he's going to make you pay for it, and that was uh, led to the Ankeny's big game. Yeah, no question about it, and credit quarterback Jace Bauer of Ankeny for finding him because he was backbone trying to avoid uh, pressure there. All right, here we go. Start of the, th- the second quarter, third and 11 Ankeny. Their ball in the Dowling 14-yard line. No score, Dowling and Ankeny. And officials now signal... Well, almost signal ready for play. That guy in the red shirt with the yeah. orange sleeve, that's going to hold things up tonight, he, Matt. He's a disruptor, that guy is. <laughs> Thinks just because he's got that orange sleeve, he can just tell everybody what to do, doesn't he? Well, we're all waiting for him to <laughs> put that orange sleeve down. All right, yeah. here we go. Ankeny now, they go left to right. Two receivers left, one to the right. Tight end is on the right, and they'll send Arlen Bruce in motion. Here's Bauer back to throw, looking to Bruce. He oh, loses the football, it. and it's recovered by Dowling. They're going to call. They're going to call incomplete pass. Oh, it's recovered by the Maroons. Chase oh. Patton, and they're going to say that was not a, a fumble. As you mentioned, he was going back to throw. Oh, do oh. we have the Tom ba- Brady tuck yeah, rule going? That, I, he was trying <laughs> the ball. He was adjusting the ball in his hand, and uh, I don't. That, oh, oh, yeah. Eight, Dowling fans do not like that. Yeah. And now the field goal unit coming out for Ankeny. This will be a 31-yard field goal by Max Pelham from the right hash. The holder is Colin Riggs, and Cade Summers will be the snapper. Low snap, and Pelham puts it through, and it's 3-0 Ankeny on a 31-yard field goal. And Ankeny leads it 3 nothing. We'll take a break with 11.50 remaining here in the second quarter. Ankeny 3, Dowling Catholic nothing in the 4A semifinals from the Unidome in Cedar Falls. You're listening to it all here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ. Iowa Catholic Radio is a means by which the Lord feeds my soul. Iowa Catholic Radio provides a buffet of programming that includes education, inspiration, prayer, and worship. It strengthens my soul and lifts me up. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? You can give at iowacatholicradio.com, through the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. And we're back here at the Indy Dome at Cedar Falls as the Ankeny Hawks now strike first after they uh, had a nine-play, 84-yard drive, stall out with a field goal, Max Pelham, the field goal for Ankeny from 31 yards out, and it's 3-0 Hawks, and they're kicking off right now to Dowling Catholic as Pelham will tee it up from the 40-yard line. Dowling going right to left and back deep for 
the Maroons is Mac Anderson and Louie Brooks. And they kick it towards the far sideline. And Mac Anderson with it down the far sideline. 30, down to the 40, and he's run out of bounds. Mac kept that ball from going out of bounds. Normally just let it go out, take the penalty. But Mac Anderson on the return for the Maroons. Gives Dowling pretty good field position, Matt. I think, you know, I really think he did the right thing there because I don't think that ball was going to go out of bounds. He's uncertain. Everybody's coming down the field. He makes the right play, and there was a great block down there. I missed who it was on, but I couldn't tell if it was Louis Brooks or not, but sprung him early, and Mack shot down the sideline and showed his speed. Let's see if Dowling goes Temple here. First down Maroons from their own 43-yard line. Smolik now the give to the tailback. And a short game that time as Swagger was in there, and he got the carry. Cade Kildo uh, made the stop there for Ankeny, and quick stop as uh, Swagger didn't have much room to run right there. Gain of two. It'll bring up second down and eight for the Maroons as we're underway here in the second quarter. 3-0 Ankeny. Jackson Smolik, he'll go the distance tonight for Dowling at quarterback as Steingraber is unavailable. And the inside handoff to Swagger. He's hit at the line of scrimmage and bounces back. They're going to give him forward progress to the 44. He'll lose a yard. And it'll bring up third and nine for Dowling. This is what we talked about, keeping Dowling out of these third and longs. And a tremendous hit that time at the point of attack by the Ankeny Hawks and their uh, uh, linebacker, Tamden Webb-Tate, on the stop. Yeah, we've called his name a lottery tonight. He is having a great night on defense. And I have to get a hat on him. All right, third and nine, Dowling. Smolik back to throw, looking for Louis Brooks, and it is caught by Louis Brooks at the 20-yard line. He reached up and over the defender, Cooper Cox, and he had safety help there and a beautiful ball thrown by the sophomore, Jackson Smolik, first down, Dowling. you got to kind of chuckle a little bit because you can see the hand fighting going down, and I don't think it was any different than what happened in the end zone with Lynch, but, uh, you know, you see the hand fighting going down the field, Louis Brooks, what a... The kid is just blessed with some great hands and great concentration, and he can make something out of nothing. That was a great throw by Smolik putting it out there. high-pointed that ball, timed his jump perfect, high-pointed the ball, and it's a first down Dowling from the Ankeny 20, pistol formation. They got Swagger in at tailback. He's got the first down and more. He may go. Touchdown. Touchdown, Dowling. Zach Swagger right up the gut from 20 yards, and Dowling now takes its first lead, 6-3. to three. Right up the gut, I'll tell you what. Varelli, Olsen, and Carey, the two guards in the center, created a tremendous hole. And I don't know if Ankeny was guarding the edges or not, but nobody up the middle but the safety. I don't think they, you know, when you see Zach Swagger enter, you don't think he's this, he's this big threat up the middle and, and he's going to. But that that was a strong, powerful run, wide open. Has to be his longest run of the year. It might be. 20-yard run and now the extra point by Diego Leon is good. It was a line drive low kick, but it cleared the uh, crossbar. Dowling leads 7-3 over Ankeny with 10.04 remaining second quarter. Back to the Dome in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, 
dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Hey, we're back here at the Uni Dome in Cedar Falls alongside Matt Mandring. I'm Mark Amadale. Dowling's set to kick off, and uh, the Maroons lead it 7-3. to Dowling going on a four-play, 57-yard drive, capped off by tailback Zach Squagger right up the gut for 20 yards for a Dowling touchdown. And that was all set up by Mac Anderson's kickoff return up to the 43-yard line, and then uh, Louis Brooks, an outstanding reception of 36 yards to set up the touchdown, and now the little squib kick by Dowling and uh, run out of bounds is Brody Breck. Let's go down to John Chido on the Dowling sideline. Tremendous offensive production there highlighted by Anderson's kickoff return, Johnny, and Louis Brooks' 36-yard reception. Yeah, Mac Anderson started off, but the big catch by Louis Brooks after uh, uh, Dowling wasn't able to have success running the football with all that movement that the defensive line that Ankeny is doing up front, and then Dowling caught him in moving in the wrong direction, and it was wide open in the middle, and, and uh, what a run by, by Zach. No question about it. So it's first and 10, Ankeny. The line of scrimmage is their own 27-yard line. Dowling leading 7-3. to three. And now here is the handoff in the backfield, and uh, that is their uh, tailback back in there, number 32, Colin Cadolf, with the carry, and he is uh, tripped up. Adam Townsend with a great open field tackle right there to get the stop for the Bruins. And the thing you didn't, you know, the thing if you don't, you aren't paying attention too much there, the defensive lineman consumed the blocks and opened up the alley for Townsend to get to the football. And tonight, that is the key. Can, how clean can, can Derry and Townsend stay all night there by that front four? No gain on the play. Bauer back to throw on second and 10. Now being chased in the pocket, wants to run. And they dive for him. He misses the uh, initial tackle, but he dives up to the 35-yard line. He gains eight. And a nice tackle that time by the Dowling linebacker who uh, ran him down finally, and that being uh, Jack Meyer. And Russell Pearson chasing him down from his defensive line position. And uh, great hustle play by him and and, uh, keeps us in the third down situation for the Maroons. So balls at the 35-yard line of Ankeny. Eight-yard run by Bauer, and it's third and two, Hawks. They go left to right wearing their all-gold uniforms, white helmets. Dowling the road team, the three-seed, wearing their all-white uniforms and white helmets. Back to throw Bauer on the quick slant. The ball is intercepted by the Maroons. Picked off by Dowling, and that's Blake Anderson on the interception at the 48-yard line of Ankeny. That ball was overthrown to the guy for Ankeny, the receiver, going on a little quick hitch. And... How about that? Anderson with the interception. And we should mention, we got a lot of Andersons. There's three of them out there. Mack and Jake are brothers. This was Blake and uh, the free safety on the interception. And you can see it on the replay. The defensive lineman, I couldn't tell which one it was, had his hands in the air. And and just enough that Bauer had to change the route of that pass. And it threw it out in front of Summers and uh, opportunistic Anderson there. And the Maroons are in business. First and ten, Dowling. The line of scrimmage is the... 47-yard line of Ankeny. Smolik at quarterback. Fakes the handoff. Fires out. Caught by Koa. Koa Thompson on the reception for Dowling. And he's up to about the Ankeny 40-yard line. Again, a 7. Depends on where they spot it. Maybe 8. They're going to put it at the 39 of Ankeny. Well, they 
the refs are chasing the football around right now. So we'll That's no fun. Spots it. Yeah. Right there, they used Louis Brooks as a decoy in the backfield and, and froze everybody as Koa runs over the middle and a nice ball by Smolik and uh, put it right between the one and the nine on Koa Thompson, and, and the Maroons are, are moving forward. So it is second down for Dowling, second and three, as the line of scrimmage is a 39 of Ankeny. Smolik with... Middleton in the backfield, fires the ball to the right side. It's caught and getting away from tacklers is Koa Thompson. He's got the first down inside the 30, down to the Ankeny 28-yard line, a gain of 11. Quick hitters right there and a great timing. The timing between Smolik and Thompson right now is really, really good because those are that's a timing route on the money, and uh, this, this keeps that blitzing defense of Ankeny in check. And this is where it freezes them up when you do those quick hitters like that for being able to throw the football. Yeah, they were starting to pin their ears back there for a little bit. If you don't have a balance of running and pass, and Ankeny will they only allow nine points of contest. So it is first and ten Dowling from the Ankeny 28. Andrew Lynch goes in motion. Smolik out of the shotgun, and he gives it to Cam Middleton right side. Tried to find a little bit of a seam. Carries the ball down to the 25-yard line. He'll gain three, and I'll bring up second down and seven. And, again, Cam is not going to be someone that's going to dance and shake and bake, and, and he's the guy that's going to get his hips forward, get upfield, and really and, and really punish the tacklers as he's moving forward right there. And, uh, he, and, and on that play, too, another example, he always finishes forward. So to bring up second down and seven, Dowling will go with one receiver to the left of the formation. That is Mac Anderson. One receiver to the right, and that's Louis Brooks. Louis gets the handoff on a jet sweep, trying to turn the corner, and he's hit and dropped. Louie was hit right at the line of scrimmage. Great defense that time by the Hawks as they converged on him, led by their free safety, Caleb Ratchie. Yeah, he's, he's one of their leading tacklers, and, and he is up, and he's a hitter. And uh, he came up there and, and uh, brought it to Louie on that play. And, and he's another guy for Ankeny going to Iowa, but as a wrestler. Oh. Ratchie is yeah. outstanding wrestler, and he I'm, plays that free safety. I'm sure those Brands boys will... You know what to do with a guy like that, huh? Yeah, start him. Yeah. <laughs> Play him. <laughs> All right, it is third and seven. Dowling on the Ankeny 25. Smolik, three receivers right, three left. He's going to keep it. Jackson up the middle, and he's tripped up inside the 20. They're going to spot him down at the 17, and he should have the first down and does. He does, and that's one of those things you don't see from Smolik very often. Oh. And, and Coach Wilson's probably – wincing a little bit when they've seen him running out in the field right now, but it's one thing that Smolik hasn't done much this year, and that's an opportune time to do it right there. Well, believe it or not, Jackson picked up eight yards and a Dowling first down, moving the chains. First and ten Dowling from the 17 of Ankeny. Dowling seven, leading seven to three here in the second quarter, 535 remaining. Lynch in motion left to right, pistol formation. Swagger is the fullback. Handoff Cam Middleton. He's got some rim. Punches it outside. Breaks a tackle to 10, and he spun down inside the 8, and he's near another Dowling first down. There's a highlight reel run right there, and you see him put his hand down to get his balance back. And if you're watching this on TV, you got to watch it again because he's going to put his hand down. He gets hit, puts his hand down, bounces back up, keeps his feet, and gets the first down. Hey, he, he staved off a tackle by Ryan Crandall, number 6, their rover for Ankeny. And it's first and goal Dowling. They'll spot him down at the 7, a 10-yard run for Cam Middleton. This is all after the uh, interception by Blake Anderson. 
You get an assist there from Coach Meeks. That's good coaching right there, getting Middleton. No question. We're going to keep it here with 4.51 remaining here in the second quarter. Dowling leading Ankeny 7-3. Dowling the number three seed, Ankeny the two. You know a guy we haven't heard from much lately because we've been kind of up-tempo? Our guy on the sideline by himself, John Chido. Johnny, get us updated. We've had plays here in this last uh, minute or two. Well, I I really enjoy watching Dowling do different movements. you know they're 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 really spying Louis Brooks, and when he goes in motion, they're running with the motion. That means they're in man coverage, so they can do a lot of different looks with those crossing patterns, uh, the Koa Thompson stuff like that, because it's hard to switch when you're running those co- crossing patterns with man coverage. And then talk about Cam Middleton and in, in that last run, and uh, uh, Matt Matt mentioned it. Uh, Coach Meeks does a, a drill every day in practice, and I know because I got it from him to coach the younger kids. Uh, where you have your hand on the uh, on the ground and you're doing different stuff like that when you when you lose your balance and and, and just the, the little things that are done in practice make a big difference, especially in a game like this. Well, Dowling is uh, hanging right in there with this team of Ankeny's right now. The Maroons lead at seven to three. They're knocking on the door here, and Matt, this is a very important drive for Dowling to finish off. The Hawks give up an average of nine points a season. You have an opportunity to. Either get points on the board via a field goal or punch it in as a touchdown. And that would give this Dowling offense, who's without Steingraber tonight, a chance to have a lot of confidence going into halftime. Yeah, you get inside the 10-yard line against a team like Ankeny, you need, you need to convert. And, and it's well, they talk about this at the upper levels sometimes. You know, you can't – got to score touchdowns against this team. This team is a high-potent offense. you got to score touchdowns when you get inside the 10-yard line. And so – uh, here the, the Maroons are sitting here first and goal, and, and uh, let's see what Coach Wilson has dialed up. Yeah, Dowling's in the Bozen the Flores red zone. Say more with Bozen. Bozen makes the moment mean more. 515-244-ROSE. That's 515-244-7673. First and goal, Dowling at the 7. Maroons going right to left. And here's the snaps as Smolik at, uh, out of the shotgun hands it off to Cam Middleton, he just buries his way inside the five, and the uh, rugby scrum takes him down to the four-yard line. How about that? That's a great description right there. Cam Middleton (laughs) is in the middle of this rugby scrum, and he's not going down, and there's probably about, I would say, probably about, you know, eight, 16 guys there that are trying to move the pile. Well, the the game was to the five, and he gained two more yards with a little help from those uh, big boys at the offensive line, Varelli, Olsen, Carey. And then the tackles, Claypool and Gavin. So it's second and goal, Dowling, from the three of Ankeny. I want to thank Ashworth Vision, construction professionals, and dental associates for supporting our broadcast of Dowling Catholic football all season long. Here's a snap. Smolik, handoff to Middleton, goes to the right side, and he's hit and dropped. May have lost a yard back to the four-yard line as Ankeny converged on the play, and it'll bring up third and goal from the four for Dowling Catholic. Third and goal, and it looked like a little confusion there. You could see the coaches yelling at the kids and stuff like that. They weren't quite set right, and it just that play didn't look real smooth from start to finish. And the tackle by Tamden Webb-Tate, we've called his number a number of times. Uh, he's the fifth-leading tackler on the team, number 28 for Ankeny. And, uh, this is where you want to kind of keep an eye on Andrew Lynch. Yeah, that's, uh, so third and goal from the four-yard line. Back to throw is Smolik. Looking left, throws left. He finds Lynch. Touchdown, Andrew Lynch. The big kid. Crossing pattern, and Coach Mandarin, you hit the nail on the head. Somebody knew something that we didn't. Touchdown, Dowling. Well, it's just down at the goal line down here, and he's such a big frame kid. He's you know, And those tight ends get lost in the blocking, especially when you've been able to run the football like they have. And... Uh, 
They, he, he was lined up on the right side, crossed the whole field, did a tight end drag across the, the middle of the end zone, and Smolik found him. 3.24 remaining here in the second quarter, and Diego Leon, the extra point up and good, gives Dowling a 14-3 lead over Ankeny with the three and a half minutes remaining here in the second quarter. We'll be back with more from the Unidome and Cedar Falls. The winner will face the Southeast Polk Rams next Friday night. And back with more here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Karbaka, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ. Iowa Catholic Radio is a safe place to go to get consistent Catholic teaching. With all the conflicting messages and chaos in our world, I can find the truth and where God fits into it all. It reminds me He is always there and will never abandon us. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? You can give at iowacatholicradio.com through the Iowa Catholic Radio app or call 515-223-1150. And we're back here at the Unidome in Cedar Falls as Dowling goes nine plays, 47 yards, as uh, Blake Anderson interception set up a Dowling drive that uh, capped off with an uh, Andrew Lynch four-yard touchdown pass from quarterback Jackson Smolik and Dowling up 14-3 over Ankeny. Let's go down to Dowling's John Chido on the Dowling sideline. Johnny, that offense is moving the ball and keeping ahead of the chains. And how about that play call by Coach Mandering there from the press box on that uh, touchdown? To yeah, Andrew we were Lynch. just talking about that. He said he saw it two plays before, John. <laughs> what a great call, Coach. That was a great call. Yeah, well, he, how was know, that set up, Matt? You said it was set up a few plays ago. Well, it was, you know, they what, right now when they get down by the goal line right there, they were ignoring Andrew Lynch because of running the football, and he's in that line of scrimmage right there and coming out. And, and uh, on that one, it's so hard to cover that tight end, especially when you have enough time to run him across the sure. whole formation. And he's paired up with a linebacker that's trailing him, and a and, uh, good throw by Smolik. All right, Diego Leon set to kick off for the third time tonight, and he kicks a squib kick, and they'll let it bounce and picked up by Ankeny at the 15-yard line, and on the return, turning the corner, is Cade Summers. He's finally brought down right around the 35-yard line. That's where the Hawks will start, first and 10, 316 remaining, second quarter, Dowling leading 14-3 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. As uh, looking at the timeouts here, both teams have their allotment of uh, three timeouts remaining. Dowling has two remaining. The Maroons burned a timeout early, earlier, and uh, the Hawks, the first down at their own t- 36-yard line. Caden, Caden Sanders makes the tackle on the kick there, and, and uh, now it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see, you know, Ankeny hasn't been behind too many times this year, and so now it's how do you react, and how do you react in this you know, three-minute offense here? All right, first down Ankeny, and Jace Bauer, 6'2", senior, three-year starter at quarterback for Ankeny. Out of the shotgun, no re- nobody in the backfield. Bauer's going to keep it, and he makes a nice move in the Dowling – Linebackers got the first down, crosses midfield, and finally wrestled down at the 42-yard line. Nice run by Bauer. You know, he had empty backfield. Everybody yep. went 
on their uh, route, all the receivers, and he took off and beat the Dowling linebacker to get an extra yeah, 10 yards. There wasn't anybody, anybody in the middle of the field there for the Maroons, and Austin Klein ends up making the stop, but you know, big play for Ankeny. Now they've got their confidence going as they move down the field. All the way down to the 42-yard line of Dowling. That's a 22-yard run by Bauer, and now inside handoff goes to Kadolf and Chase Patton on the stop there. And check that Bauer that kept Bauer. it, and yeah. he got a yard up down to the 41-yard line. Now they're going to bring Kadolf in, and they'll bring a, they'll have a tailback. Yeah, and you look how they close that out right yeah. there, Patton with the, the tackle. Yeah, nice play by him and, and keeping Bruce in check. And, and I think Johnny said it earlier, the defensive line can't get too far upfield when they're rushing him. All right, here's Bauer back to throw. Uh, he's being flushed from the pocket, rolls to his left, or rolls to his right, rather, and throws before he goes out of bounds. The pass is caught. Nice catch that time by Brady McCullough. And then it's dropping. What are they going to do? Officials converging, and they're going to. They're going to call. Oh, uh, they're going to converge here. Yeah, they're going to call incomplete. So we're going to watch it on the replay here. But I'll tell you what, Bauer jumped right before he went out of bounds. Yeah. And then he threw it. And that was kind of a dangerous pass. But McCullough, the six four hundred ninety pound junior, went up for it, and now we've got a gonna, timeout called by Ankeny. So that's strange because you you got an incomplete pass. The clock has stopped. And we're going to take a break with yeah. a minute 59 remaining. It's 14-3, to 3, Dowling leading Ankeny here in the 4A semifinal on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Hey, we're back here at the Union Dome in Cedar Falls. Bauer back to throw on third and nine, and he's sacked. Sacked in the backfield. The Dowling defensive line got him, but you credit the secondary of the Maroons. They had all the receivers covered. It'll bring up fourth down, fourth and 14 for Ankeny. Line of scrimmage was the Dowling 41-yard line. That was uh, moved back after the sack, back to the 46-yard line. Jalen Pettis on the stop there. Dowling brought an extra guy and forced Chase Bauer to get up into the pocket. And and as as, um, Johnny talked about earlier, the defensive line not getting too far upfield. Chase Patton stayed home, got him wrapped up. Gets the sack, forces the punt. All right, Max Pelham, or rather uh, Colin Riggs into punt. He is the backup quarterback. Back deep for Dowling is Louis Brooks, standing in right around his 10-yard line. Now whistle stops play. While we were at break, we were looking at the replay of that incomplete pass. 
And uh, they got a procedure call against Anki. I'll back them up uh, five more yards back to their own 49-yard line. But we were looking at that incomplete pass. That was a good call by the officials. He didn't have control once the McCullough came down with that reception. But the Ankeny fans disagreed, probably disagreed a little bit, but it was the right call. <laughs> a little bit, you think? Well, they're right I, in front of us. It, well, I know, I know. <laughs> and it was a good play there by Townsend. And so I think it was Townsend back there to get that. Here is the punt, and it's a good one as Louie lets it go. Inside the 10, downed at the 7-yard line. That's where Dowling will take over, first and 10 from their own 7-yard line, a 42 Yard punt with no return by the Ankeny Hawks. And a good job that time by Ankeny punter Colin Riggs. So Dowling will take over deep in their own territory. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline. That's across the field from where we're at. And that's uh, where John Chido has been hanging out all night. Johnny? Well, you guys have been saying it all night. The Dowling defensive line has been playing a heck of a ball game. And, and they're the ones putting the pressure and making Bauer make quick decisions. And, and Jalen Pettis did a nice job staying at home, containing. So when he does flush the pocket and try to run up, up the middle, you have someone there to contain that. And it's just been a great job by the Dowling defensive line. It certainly has. And uh, the Dowling offense on the field now. We've got a stop to play timeout, Dowling. We'll take a one-minute break with one minute remaining in the first half. Dowling 14, Ankeny 3. Here on Iowa Catholic Radio as we bring you coverage of the Class 4A semifinals, the high school playoffs here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Catholic Radio, changing hearts and minds. I Greek Orthodox and I'm moral and I follow all the rules and everything, mm-hmm. but I wasn't, say, religious. So mm-hmm. I started to listen to your radio station. There was something that happened. I, I don't know how to explain it. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? You can give at iowacatholicradio.com through the Iowa Catholic Radio app or call 515-223-1150. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Hey, we're back here at uh, the Uni Dome in Cedar Falls. Mark Amadale alongside. Nothing. You don't have anything. Mark Amadale alongside Matt Maindrig is Dowling with a running play to Zach Swagger. And Zach gets out to the 14 yard line, a gain of six yards there, Matt. Yeah. The uh, nice hole there for Zach as he pounded it up the middle and gave the Maroons a. Third and short. And now there we go. Inside handoff and uh, Dowling trying to kill the clock here. Eight seconds and Ankeny's not going to use her two timeouts. He nope. thought they might force him. That'll do it. Handoff to Zwager and Zach gets up to about the 17 yard line. A gain of three and that's how the half will end with the score: Dowling 14, Ankeny three. Both teams with one loss in this uh, this season. And I'll tell you what. Dowling's offense got to be happy. A couple of touchdowns in the first half. Zach Squagger on a 20-yard run, and Andrew Lynch on a four-yard reception from quarterback uh, Jackson Smolik, uh, the two Dowling touchdowns. For Ankeny, they were led by Max Pelham with a 31-yard field goal. The, um, you know, the, the Maroons had the opportunity there to just run out the clock because they get the ball to start the second half, and you're deep in your own territory. 
and you're just going to milk that clock and set yourself up to start the half. But I wonder how many times this year Ankeny's been held to three points yeah, that's in the good, first half. That's a good point. Let's take a look at our stats. We'll get John Chido involved after I read these off and get these back to Coach Seifert. Uh, Dowling leading at halftime 14-3. to The Maroons with 135 yards of total offense in the first half. Ankeny with 120. Maroons have 59 yards in the air, 65 for Ankeny in the air. Dowling's rushed the ball for 76 yards, Ankeny for 55. Uh, Maroons have been penalized once for 15 yards. Ankeny, three penalties for 15 yards. Dowling with seven first downs, Ankeny with five. Quarterback Jackson Smolik, the sophomore, was four out of five passing, 59 yards and a touchdown with no interception for the Maroons in the first half. Uh, Chase Bauer for Ankeny, three out of six passing, 65 yards, no touchdowns, and one interception. Leading rusher for Dowling is Cam Middleton, seven carries, 38 yards. Zach Swagger, seven carries, 37 yards, and a touchdown. Smolik, two carries for, for, for one yard. And Louis Brooks, one carry for no yards. For Ankeny, Jace Bauer, 10 carries, 32 yards for the Ankeny quarterback. He is their leading rusher. Colin Cadolf, four carries for 13 yards. And uh, Arlen Bruce, three carries for 10 yards. For Dowling, the leading receiver is Louis Brooks, one catch, 36 yards. Koa Thompson, two catches for 19. And Andrew Lynch, Dowling tied in, one catch, four yards, and a Dowling touchdown. Arlen Bruce, the leading receiver for Ankeny, one catch for 38 yards on that screenplay. Uh, Summers, that's Cade Summers, one catch for 18 yards for the Hawks. And tight end West Folk, one catch for nine yards. So let's look at the numbers in the first half. Dowling with 135 yards of total offense. Ankeny with 120. I want to thank uh, Coach Jarek Seifert for providing the uh, Dowling stats throughout the year. John Chida, you're sitting down. Look at him over there in the Dowling uh, bench. Just, just sitting relaxing. down, you know, just kind of taking it all in. You know, 2,400 people here, Johnny, not a lot of people, but it doesn't seem like it, and I'm sure it doesn't feel like it on the Dowling sideline, which has to be pretty happy here at halftime. Yeah, it, it is, like I said, it's the start of the game, the atmosphere just felt the same being down here and, and, and hearing the crowd and, and the noise and the echoes. Um, which is so exciting and neat to, to be a part of, uh, you know, for these kids. Uh, it, it's just amazing. Well, it certainly is. And, uh, of course, uh, with the state tournament, you don't have the uh, uh, interviews that we're not allowed to do. And, of course, the Dowling coaching staff, you look right, they're right in front of the garage door down there on the visitor side, huddling up before they go and meet with the kids who are just inside that garage door. We're going to take a break here at halftime along with Matt Mandring. I'm Mark Amadil, John Scheidel also along. And the halftime score of the second for a game. It's Dowling leading Ankeny 14-3. And the earlier game, it was Southeast Polk moving on to the state championship game next week. Southeast Polk defeated Pleasant Valley 50-10. Coming up, we're going to visit with our our halftime guests from the uh, CFL. Andy Jepson will join us, and we'll talk more with him after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, 
Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. And welcome back to the Unity Dome here in Cedar Falls alongside Matt Maindring. This is Mark Amadale, John Scheidel also along. We're joined here at halftime by the president of the Catholic Football League, Andy Jepson. And, uh, Coach, thanks for joining us. I know uh, you're going to talk a little bit about the Catholic Football League. We're also going to talk about one of our uh, Dowling Falcon members who passed away this week. A, a coaching friend of yours over at Grandview University was there when the program started, and that's Coach uh, Tom Barnabo who passed away last Saturday. And, our thoughts and prayers with the family and also the people that were around him. And Andy, thank you for taking time. I know you came up here with your dad uh, to the Uni Dome, and uh, I know it's kind of be it's going to be a, a tough week to get through. I know the funeral plans haven't been made, but I know they're doing something special at Grandview. And uh, Andy, you knew him as a coach and a friend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's uh, you, you said it well. It's been a tough week for for a lot of people in the Dowling community and a lot of people in the Grandview community, and and uh, I think. You know the 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 fact that it's been such a shock and such a difficult week just says a lot about the impact that that Barney made, um, really with everybody that he touched. I mean, he he was um, he was nothing short of a legend and and and, and uh, somebody that made a great positive impact in, in any group that he was associated with. And um, you know, I was it's. It, Oddly enough, I was really kind of just reflecting on the way up here. We, we you know, Tom and I spent, uh, you know, many, many Friday nights driving to Saturday Grandview games mm-hmm. with Iowa Catholic Radio on the on the on the dial and playing through our phones so that we could listen to whoever Dowling was taking on that night, including, you know, some semifinal games and some final games. And th- those are, you know, those are just um, treasured memories for me personally. Um, and I know that, um, you know, everybody's got a great Barney story. And, and that, again, that says a lot about who he was and, and uh, you know, the impact that he made in the communities. Absolutely. Tom was a, a, a great – you know what, when I met him in the 90s when he and Coach Dillon took over the program, yeah. uh, you know, I knew Tom, knew a little bit about his background, but this is a very humble guy. Yeah. Just one of those quiet guys that just trying to get his point across. He approached that way when he moved on from Dowling. He was our defensive coordinator yeah, 2000 2001. Yeah. Won a back-to-back title, stayed with the program. And then yeah. uh, with uh, Coach Mike Woodley starting the program at Grandview, he yeah. was one of the first coaches Mike hired. And, uh, you know, Mike said it best when he came back from South Dakota after uh, Barr passed away on Saturday. He said, this guy never had a bad day. No, and that right. is just amazing. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's something that, that uh, you know, as we were talking off air, I think, you know, my – my personal emotions, and I know that this is the case for a lot of the guys that were around Barn, have really gone from just such a shock to you know to such a deep sadness to, to now um, really just kind of a, a, a thankfulness and uh, you know a gratitude for the time that we were able to spend with him and the things that we did learn from him. I mean, um, you know, it, like like Coach Joe has said a number of times, he, he truly never had a bad day. There was. Uh, you know, there was nothing that was ever put in front of him that he didn't address head on and just kind of one step in front of the other. And there's a lot to be learned from that. You know, I was I was 28 years old when I first met Barney and, you know, was in the middle of trying to figure out a career. I just had a baby and, and now all of a sudden we're going to start to do some coaching over at Grandview and trying to figure out how all that works together. And, and, and Barney was just a fan of, you know, 
it'll be okay. You know, it'll work out. Yeah. You'll figure it out. And that's, that's kind of right. how he approached everything he went that, that, that he went about. And um, he's just an awesome influence. You know, we think of the, the students at Dowling that he taught. Yep. And then we think of the kids at Grandview who he helped recruit to the campus. Yep. And, you know, that's a four, sometimes five-year process when you're moving through college. And he had an a, a attachment to all his students, yep. whether it be at college or high school. And, you know, being a track coach, I remember one time when this is when he took when, when he was there several years with Matt and Matt got sick so he couldn't Matt couldn't do the game and so I you know did the coach's interview and it was Barr he yeah. said oh Barr's going to do it and I said okay this ought to be good yeah and he said he said voice call me voice voice I'm a little nervous I said I'm going to lead you in I'm not going to ask anything I'm not going to ask you a trick question or anything like that and he was just fine yeah. and I knew he was nervous but he did it yeah and this is a guy who. Very seldom came out of his comfort zone, but you knew where his comfort comfort oh, yeah. zone was, yeah. Uh, Andy. Yeah, I mean, p- p- part of part of the way that he approached life is just the fact that he was, you know, I- I've never been around a guy that was more cut out to do the work that he did, and he, you know, he he, he had a positive impact on on tens of thousands of, of kids and families. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's 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 so unfortunate that 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 was cut short, uh, you know, far earlier than it than it ever should have been, but. Um, but at the end of the day, um, the guy did a heck of a lot more good and a, a lot more positive in this world than, you know, the vast majority of people that are, uh, you know, that are that are walking the planet. So um, just just proud to, you know, proud to have known and proud to call him a friend. And, and and again, just very thankful for the opportunity to spend as much time with him as 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 I was or we were over at Grandview. And um, I do know this and I'll you know, say this. Uh, he hadn't coached at Dowling for for a number of years, but man, uh, Dowling had a had a place in that guy's heart. I mean, no no doubt about it. You know, whether it was, you know, every time a, a, one of his track guys uh, would make a play in, in in a football game that we oh, yeah. that we either see or hear over the radio, he'd light up like a Christmas tree and <laughs> tell you about the kids, you know, brothers and sisters and second cousins and mom and dad and aunts and uncles and everything else that he knew about all these kids. It's just just a unique human being and and we're going to miss him Uh, we're going to miss him dearly so visit with andy jepson he's the president of the catholic football league and was a co-coach on the grandview university football squad and we're reminiscing about tom barnable the longtime dowling catholic pe teacher who very suddenly passed away had covid symptoms uh battling that for about 10 days he passed away at the age of 57 last uh, saturday and of course he leaves a wife susie and sons dalton and cole dalton graduated with my son at grandview back in 2012 and uh you just had a new grandchild this year, uh, sure did. and that was something very exciting. I saw Susie uh, a few weeks ago, actually last month during the election, and we talked, and uh, very proud of that grandchild. I'm sure he spoke to you about it. I didn't get a chance yep. to talk to him about yep. it, but uh, I'm sure he was very proud of that. Yeah, both boys are married and, and living in the Des Moines area, and, and, and Cole's got the, the grandbaby. and um, You know, everything started and finished with family, and, and that's, you know, he kind of treated everybody like his extended family, but he was awful proud of the boys, and uh, and you know, marriage of almost 30 years to Susan, and, and uh, you know, we're we're going to be fortunate to have them over with us tomorrow at, at Grandview to um, to pay our respects and, and honor Coach Barnabo and and uh, and help you know facilitate hopefully a first step of a little bit of healing for for everybody involved and um, just make sure that they know how important he was to us and how important he was to the community. Well, there'll be a special tribute, as you alluded to. Uh, Grandview is home tomorrow at Williams Stadium. They take on Culver Stockton. Kickoff at 12 o'clock, but at 1130, they're going to have a tribute to uh, Coach Barr. It'll be a half hour before kickoff, and uh, uh, I'm sure uh, Troy Plummer and the folks at Grandview and uh, and Coach uh, Coach Woodley, Joe Woodley now uh, taking over 
we'll have uh, some thoughts. But then afterwards, there's going to be kind of uh, they're going to honor Coach Barr with a socially distant drive-by visit to Williams Stadium, and uh, that'll be at the south entrance off Walker Street, following yep. the game about four o'clock, and uh, that'll be a test. But you'll you'll have you have to have police control there yeah. because there'll be a lot of cars on University and East Seventeenth Street Absolutely. where it all starts. Absolutely. So we're we're, we're looking forward to to paying our respects and to. Honoring Coach Barn, and I know our guys are, are, are ready to cut it loose tomorrow and, and just, you know, play with the same spirit and enthusiasm that he brought to everything and, and, and really show out uh, one last time for, for Coach Barney. And, Andy, I know we talked earlier. We had you on for Catholic Football League. Yep. Talk about how that all went. Playoffs are over with. or every, Pads are all checked yeah, in. Yeah. Recap we, the season, if you could, in about a minute. Yeah, no problem <laughs> at all. I, I, I think the, the season was um, – it, it went remarkably well considering the circumstances. I, I just want to oh, take yeah. just a very quick minute to thank uh, a lot of people, start, starting with, you know, all of the decision makers at Dowling. It would have been very easy this year <laughs> to just say, you know, this this isn't really the time to to be focused on youth sports or certainly not to, to be bringing youth sports onto the campus every Saturday and every Sunday. And, um, you know, we had a lot of different steps that we had to take and precautions and changes that we made and, and, and the folks at Dowling. Um, you know, uh, Coach Wilson and his staff, uh, Mr. Meandering and his staff, everybody associated with the school was just so gracious to, to kind of let us find our way through that thing safely. And then, you know, the, the, the other thing that I want to call out is, is just a, a huge, huge thank you to all of the parents and all of the kids. Uh, you know, this, this would have been a year for uh, lots of kids to say, ah, you know, I don't know if this is the right time to do it, but, um, you know, our parents, the parents involved with the league were, 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 were super uh, enthusiastic about making sure that the kids had the opportunity to play. They they rolled with the punches with all the changes we had to make, and it was a it was a fantastic year. All in, we had another 500 kids that had a great season, and um, you know we're already looking forward to next year. And some of those kids are one of the 89 that are dressing tonight or Absolutely. here tonight in the Dowling sideline yeah. in this exciting first half against Ankeny. Absolutely. DMCatholicFootball.com. That's the website. Yep. We'll and be we'll be back up and. And, and looking at uh, 2021 registrations roughly April 1st. And okay. if you've got any questions, you can probably find the answer on the website or, or always reach out to, to me or any of our board members and certainly appreciate the ongoing support. Andy Jeffs has been my guest here at halftime. Coach, thanks for all you do. You bet. Uh, thanks for reminiscing about uh, Coach Barnable. He'll never be forgotten. And we look forward to the tribute tomorrow at Williams Stadium. Absolutely. All appreciate right. you having me. You bet. Andy Jepson, my guest here at halftime, dmcatholicfootball.com if you want more information about the Catholic Football League. This is Mark Amadale. We're at halftime, Dowling leading 14-3, to and we'll be back with the kickoff here in the third quarter on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Catholic Radio, changing hearts and minds. Found your station about a month ago, and I have never turned my station off since I found you. Every time something I take offense to comes up, y'all answer it almost immediately. It's to make me see through with prayer. Thank you so much for saving me. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? You can give at iowacatholicradio.com, through the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. 
And welcome back to the Unidome in Cedar Falls. Mac Anderson on the kickoff return. Carries it across the 35, and he's down right about the 38-yard line. The Dowling fans are uh, really cheering this team on. Dowling up 14-3. Let's talk second-half adjustments. Matt Maindring, your thoughts before we go down to Johnny. Well, I think, you know, Ankeny's going to be sitting here looking at how do we get Arlen Bruce into the ball game because he's pretty much, you know, Dowling was able to take him out. Yes, they were. It was a lot of Chase Bauer. And so, you know, it's, it's trying to get that ball into the playmaker's hands. So it'll be interesting to see how Ankeny tries to do that. And, Johnny, your quick thought about the second-half adjustments. I think uh, Matt's absolutely right. I think Dowling stays the course, controls football to keep that running game going. Ankeny needs to get some big plays and get the ball in Arlen Bruce's hand. All right, Dowling with a first down from their own 38-yard line, leading 14-3. to Handoff Cam Middleton, slips a tackle, backs his way up to the 40-yard line. Again, a two on first down to bring up second down and eight. And let's just see what both teams do. You mentioned Arlen Bruce. Defensively, Ankeny is a defense been put in some bad spots with some turnovers, the interception uh, that set up the Dowling touchdown, the second Dowling touchdown. Yeah, turnovers, special teams, and penalties. You know, and, and Ankeny had a couple penalties there that elongated some, some drives for him. And, you know, Dowling's really about, it's got to be about ball control. How many limit the number of possessions that Ankeny can get in the second half? All right, Jackson Smolik, he's went the distance tonight at quarterback as Jake Steingraber is unavailable. Pistol formation with Middleton in the backfield. Handoff Middleton right up the gut. They follow the uh, Dowling center, Jake Olson, and the two guards, Dominic Varelli and Gabe Carey, right up the gut for a gain of about three, maybe four. Sam Gavin and uh, Finn Claypool of the Dowling tackles. Andrew Lynch, Caden Sanders, the tackles. And the fullback, Cale Gokenauer, along with Zach Swagger when he's not carrying the football. Yeah, right now Dowling is really looking at you know, it's, it's almost like that rugby scrum right there in that last play. It was just put all the put all the meat behind that offensive line, let them run, and, and uh, they're doing it. All right, Middleton again at four. Soder brings up third and four Dowling, and now here's Smolik on play action. Wants to throw, and now being flushed. Rushes from the uh, away, away from one tackle and dives forward towards midfield, and he's run out of bounds. And let's see where they spot him out be near be a right, first down. Yeah, be right at the stick. And so he dove for the first. They're giving it to him. How about that? A really he, good read by Jackson Smollett because he came out here, he got flushed, and he saw the open field on the back side and, and ran to daylight and, and was able to convert and make the first down. Four-yard run for Smolik. And I was going to look back at halftime, and I forgot to see what his numbers were. But he didn't have a whole lot of uh, rushing yards, net rushing yards throughout the year. And he's no. thrown it tonight. That's a second big run he's had for a first down. First down, Dowling from their own 48. Two receivers left, one to the right. Dowling going right to left. Play action fake. Here's Smolik. Rolls to his right. Has pressure, and he fires incomplete. That was dangerous. A lot of gold shirts of yeah. Ankeny right around where he dumped it off, but it's incomplete. There's where he showed the first time that where we saw a little bit of his youth, and you're trying to make plays with a guy hanging on your back. You just got to eat that one. You're up 14 to three. That's the one you just want to you want to take that sack, and that's okay at that point. Yeah, you and Johnny talked about that in the pregame. You know, it's like, hey, so some plays are just you're going to lose, and you just dump it off, and. Uh, just looking at the uh, the numbers for Smolik, three carries, negative two yards coming into tonight's game for Jackson, and he's had a heck of a night. And now here's a handoff, Cam Middleton right up the gut on second and ten from the 48, and he bowls his way up to bid, midfield to gain of two. It'll bring up third and eight, Dowling from the 50-yard line. Ran right into the back of our own guy, it looked like there, and, and as he ran to that pile, he was, uh, he was running downhill. There's no doubt about it. Play went over right guard, right tackle. So the Maroons now with a third and long, third and eight Dowling. 
Two receivers left, two to the right. Empty backfield in Jackson Smolik, the sophomore quarterback who's thrown for a touchdown tonight. Here's the snap. Smolik steps up in the pocket. Now we'll run with it. Yeah, he's across the 45 of Ankeny, and he's out of bounds at the 41st down again. Smolik showing how he can run. This uh, did something. Weren't we in the same situation a year ago down here? Or yes. was it two years ago with quarterback? Uh, you have to help me out here. But just tore up the opponents by running the football. We hadn't seen it much. That, that was last year, maybe yep. in the championship game. That, that might have been Hank Hemrick. That was Hank Hemrick. And, uh, you know, you see it from Smolik right now that everybody, the attention's everywhere else, and he's taking control. First down, Dowling at the Ankeny 40. Smolik, a gain of 10 on that last carry as he had empty backfield. Hey, also, what Bauer did on that one carry, he got 20 yards out of that. And here's a handoff to Middleton, and he's hit and dropped in the backfield. Lost a half yard back to the 41 of Ankeny. He'll bring up second down in. We'll call it a long 10, if you will, maybe 10 and a half yards. And those last couple run plays up the middle, Coach Wilson and the, and the offensive coordinators are looking at how is Ankeny adjusting their four, their front five because they, they really are running a 5-2 defense and, and because they're covering up the nose and they got three guys with a hand on the ground, one on each edge, and, and uh, here they go. Yeah, now they have a four-man front. Here's a snap. And handoff Middleton. He's got some room. First down across the 30, down to the Hawk. 27-yard line, first down Dowling. 13-yard run for Cam Middleton. I think he's got to come out for one play because his helmet came off. He does. They spot him down at the 26 of Ankeny. Give him a 14-yard run. They pack on an extra yard with the helmet coming off. So he'll go out and Swagger will go from fullback to tailback. Great blocking up front right there in that last play. And you can see Dominic Varelli really sealed the hole inside and was able to create the space for Cam as he ran through the middle. So Cam getting his uh, helmet attended to by Fred Tiernan. You can see him in the uh, video. It's first down, Dowling. First and 10 from the Hawk, 26-yard line. And now we've got penalty flag down, delay of game on Uh, Dowling as the play clock goes down. I want to thank our supporters tonight and our sponsors here on Iowa Catholic Radio, Skeffington's Formal Wear, Mercy One, and Kemen. Dowling approaching the Bows and the Flores red zone. Five-yard penalty will set him back to the 31 of Ankeny. Is that the first penalty tonight on the Maroon offense? Second one. Second one. Yep. Our first half statistics, they, they had Dowling for one penalty in the first half. Because that's the one thing after, you know, what they – oh, they haven't marked off the penalty yet. I'll get this right. I guess the Ankeny's attention. Those, not one Ankeny fan didn't know that. Yeah. Because <laughs> the ball is still at the 26-yard line and needs to go back to the 31. And, and Ankeny, <laughs> Dowling's just standing real quiet. We're just going to stand real quiet. <laughs> and they finally yeah. do move it. They finally move it as uh, the officials get it all reset. So it'll bring up first and 15 for Dowling. Maroons lead it 14-3 here in the third quarter. 8.22 remaining. Louis Brooks slot right. Three receivers to the left. Empty backfield. Smolik back to throw. He'll keep the football. He'll run it. And he's trying to find a place to go down. He does inside the 25, down to the Hawk 23-yard line, a gain of eight. There's, and I don't know if that was a design play or not right there, but one of the things with, with you know, Dowling, we have one quarterback tonight, and, and this backup was not much experience. You want to keep it, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. Stay safe. Yeah, and uh, he doesn't know how to slide. That's the no, problem. He didn't yeah. slide there. That, no, that keeps everybody off you. Yeah. All right, this is a nice long drive. Started back at the Dowling 38 at about uh, four minutes ago. 
here, uh, Matt. So a nice drive for Dowling. Second and seven from the Maroons from the Hawk 23. A handoff right up the gut. And the ball carrier for Dowling takes it down to about the 21-yard line again at two. Tough run that time. And that was, I believe, Cam Middleton it yeah, was. Yeah, it was. And there's where you see Caleb Rathje come in, and this is what makes that uh, that young man so dynamic is he's, you know, he's a strong safety, but they play him all over the field. And that time he blitzed off the edge, which they like to do in those run plays, and was able to make the tackle from behind. All right, the 11th play of this Dowling drive, which started at about four minutes ago. It's third and five from the Ankeny 21. Smolik at quarterback. Blitz coming. Smolik will have to dump it off, and he's hit and drop. He gets back. Well, he didn't get quite back to the line of scrimmage. Loses a couple back to the 23-yard line. It'll bring up fourth down for Dowling, and I think the field goal unit and Jake Calvert will come in. Bryce Peterson on the stop there as Ankeny brought pressure and, and uh, didn't leave Smolik any room to run up into the pocket, and they consumed him there without an opportunity to get rid of the football. So this will be a 40-yard field goal for Dowling. The holder will be Jake English. He is a backup quarterback. And Jake Calvert, longest field goal of the year, was from 30 yards. This will be from 40. And we've got a timeout called by Dowling. So we'll take, we'll keep it here with six and a half minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Dowling leading 14-3. to Let's bring in John Chido. Dowling's uh, drive, Johnny, started at their own 38-yard line. And here they are at the Ankeny 23 12 plays, and they've assumed, let's see, they've taken half the play clock. You know, yeah. half the quarter. Half yeah, quarter, they, yeah, they took the opening kickoff, and they still have the football. Isn't this amazing? Uh, and that's exactly what they needed to do. Uh, now they just need to come away with, with three points here. Uh, you want seven, but you want at least to get three on the board here. Uh, well, that that, that uh, penalty uh, sent them back five yards. That kind of hurt a little bit. Yeah, yeah this will be a 40-yard field goal for Calvert. His longest of the year has been from 30. And, John, as we talked about in the beginning, you know, Jackson Smolik has went the distance tonight. He had to because Steingraber is not available. But in that, he's made some real nice decisions. He got a little, uh, a little, you know, uh, uncharacteristic, kind of threw the ball in some traffic. But maybe he was thrown away. But he's made some nice plays. And I think he's picked up three third, or third down runs to make it a first down. Yeah, he did. And when they go that five receiver set, uh, it opens up for a quarterback run. We just haven't been a threat to run the football with the quarterback, and uh, Jackson saw the open running lanes, and he's taken advantage of it. Uh, I think you mentioned, Mark, I'd like to see him slide there a little bit because you don't want him running up the middle and, and just, uh, free shots for the for linebackers there, and uh, he just needs to learn to go down a little bit. But some great plays with his feet. Yeah, there's one guy I wouldn't want to be hit by, and that's that uh, safety, Ratchy, the, yeah. the, the, the wrestler going to wrestler. Division One wrestler playing free safety. Uh uh, I'll stay away from him. Yeah. <laughs> and what an athlete. Eh? He's very talented. And uh, Dowling leading 14-3 to after the Maroons take a timeout. They have two remaining. Ankeny has all three of theirs. And when we reset, we're going to have the field goal attempt. 40 yards. The ball will be placed on the right hash. So it'll be going right to left in front of us. And let's see who's going to be. I think Varelli will be the snapper. It's either uh, Dominic Varelli yeah. or Koa Thompson and Varelli. So. All right, Calvert will attempt the 40-yard field goal. The holder is Jake English. Ball is down. Kick is high enough. It's long enough, and it is no good. Just Off left. to the left. Yeah. So the ball be put as good as a punt. Ball be put back at the 20-yard line, and the Ankeny offense will take over first and 10. But the Maroons grind out almost half the third quarter 
with their first possession. That's the advantage in high school football of going for it. You say, well, why, Coach Wilson, you know, you're up 14 to 3. You, you take it. The kid hasn't kicked one from that far, and but you can gamble in high school football because the ball goes down to the 20-yard line. Right. So, no matter where you kick it from, yeah. it goes to the 20. And the Ankeny's Hawk offense will come out. They go left to right wearing their all-gold uniforms, maroon numbers, and white helmets. Dowling in their all-white uniforms with white helmets and maroon numbers. And Ankeny now with two receivers to the right, one to the left. The handoff is to Arlen Bruce. And that's Bruce with the uh, carry about two yards up to the 22-yard line to bring up second and eight. Towns in there at, uh, able to make the stop uh, for the Maroons. And, again, we, we can't say it enough. That front four uh, of Dowling, Pearson, Pettis, uh, Woon, and, and um, um, Pearson, they're keeping Derry and, and Townsend clean. And what I mean is they can run to the football. Three carries, 10 yards for Bruce before that last one. And now Bauer back to throw. Uh, flush from the top pocket. Wants to run across the 25. He's got the first down across the 30. And he dragged tacklers up to the 35-yard line. First down, Ankeny. And they'll spot him actually at the 36 for a gain of 14. You know, looking at the halftime stats, and you know, it's, I'm sure Ankeny is not happy that Chase Bauer is their leading rusher. No. He had 10 rushes for 47 yards no. in the first half. And Arlen Bruce, three for 10. And, and Cadolf uh, uh, at four for 14, and, and and this is where Chase has been doing it. He's been he's been carrying him with their with his legs. Yes, he has, and it'll bring up uh, first and ten. Ankeny from their own 36-yard line, Dowling 14, Ankeny three here in the third quarter, approaching the five-minute mark. Bauer back to throw now, flush in the pocket. We'll keep it running with the football, and he's running towards the near sideline. Finally, pushed out of bounds by Adam Townsend at the 47. And that's an 11-yard gain in a first-down Hawks. And again, and, and Chase is able. You know, that's what makes him such a, a good quarterback. And, and again, we, you know, we talked about. We saw this young man two years ago, and have watched him develop over the last couple of years. He's an outstanding athlete, smart football player, and uh, right now he's he's willing his team down the field. First down, Ankeny line of scrimmage, their own 47. They'll move. Brody Breck from the left side to the right side. Two receivers to the left. The give is to Arlen Bruce, and he's got some room and a first down and more across the 40 inside Dowling territory and finally brought down at the Maroon 34-yard line. A 19-yard run for Arlen Bruce. In that stretch zone play, he's able to make it. He found the cutback lane and found an opening, and he gets in space, and he is a dynamic runner. Uh, Max Derry did a good job of of making the open field tackle there and preventing a, a, a larger run. So Bruce gets loose in the open field, and he's got a first down. First and 10, Ankeny, as the line of scrimmage is the Dowling 34. And the handoff goes once again, Arlen Bruce. He's still on his feet at the 20 as he went reverse field, and he's finally drugged down inside the 10-yard line. Arlen Bruce out of bounds at the 8, a 26-yard run, and he is starting to be featured back in that backfield for the Hawks. Yeah, he's, you know, he's... Right there, he made a cutback. He's going to his left, cut back to his right, and he can cover a lot of ground in a little bit of time, and it makes him the threat that he is. Well, we mentioned Cadolf was uh, injured last week against Waukee in the Ankeny win, and Bruce played a lot of tailback, and Cadolf did start tonight, but now he is providing instant success, and now here is Bauer going to keep it, following the block by Bruce. He's going to be hit and drop back at the 15-yard line, a loss of seven. 
Arlen Bruce was blocking for quarterback Chase Bauer, and Jace couldn't turn the corner on the no, right side, and he ran out of four Maroons. Yeah. They, they didn't, they didn't, they marked, they marched that football back a little bit towards the end zone, but a great play by Townsend as he came through there and, and uh, blew that play up and uh, kept Chase in the backfield. And Townsend's a guy, Adam Townsend, replacing Carson Kriegshauser at linebacker. Kriegshauser out with the MCL injury, suffered against West Waterloo. And hopefully, if everything goes, he'll be available next week. But the Bruins got to get there. Back to throw is Bowery. Fires in the end zone. The pass is underthrown, incomplete, and the penalty flag down. As the ball was thrown right at the goal line, the intended receiver Brady McCullough. was McCullough. Yeah. And flags down, and we may see the replay here, and we'll get the officials call once they get it sorted out. That was a second and 12 play, and now our referee. Pass interference. Defense, number seven. Half the distance to the goal. We're going to get Blake Anderson on the pass interference call for Dowling. In high school football, it's not an automatic first down, so it's still second down, and now you're at the six-yard line instead of the 12. So it'll bring up third and second goal. No, second down. Second, second and goal down. from the Replay six. The yep, second and goal from the six for Ankeny. And here is Bauer. Now a little uh, misdirection. They give it to the wingback. He's going to go in for the touchdown. That's Brody Breck. Nice play that time by Ankeny. Chase Bauer took the ball, ran to his left, and then. Here comes Brody Breck, left to right on the reverse, and he goes yeah. in for the touchdown, but yeah, a penalty flag, flag. Flag in the end zone. And we'll see what this is all about. I mean, Breck. After, after the play, so. Breck uh, walked in. It looks like it's going to be a touchdown, Ankeny. They're celebrating, and penalty might be against Dowling. We'll pick it up with the referee's call. So the score right now is 14-9. Ankeny with the lead, pending the extra point, and uh, head coach Rick Nelson. Get the call here. Talk with the referee, and we'll get the call here on the mic. Touchdown is good. Dead ball. Personal foul. Defense, number 25. That 15-yard penalty will be assessed on the kickoff. You get Dowling linebacker Will Herman on the uh, penalty. Will, the bandit linebacker, second-leading tackler, guilty of the personal foul. And... The touchdown is good, so it's 14-9, pending the extra point here with the 3-11 remaining in the third quarter. That's how quickly Ankeny can get back into the ball game and, and uh, an impressive drive. All right, now the extra point is up, and it is good by Max Pelham. So it's 14-10, Dowling with the lead over Ankeny, 3-11 remaining third quarter, back after this one-minute break. And you're listening to the Class 4A football playoffs, the semifinals from the Unidome and Cedar Falls on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, 
functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Hey, welcome back to the Unidome here in Cedar Falls. Things tightening up a bit here in the third quarter. Dowling 14, Ankeny 10, 3 remaining. The Hawks go seven plays, 80 yards, following the miss, the miss Dowling field goal. And Brody Breck on a six-yard well, reverse end around, if you will. Nice, nicely set up by quarterback Jace Bauer as he ran to his left, pitched it to Breck, who was lined up to the left of the formation as a receiver, and went around after the, the toss and basically walked in the end zone. Touchdown, a personal foul by Dowling. Uh, that was tacked on, and that might affect the kickoff here, which they'll be right about midfield or at the Dowling 45 maybe here. Yeah, and, you know, Matt. Brecht was looking to throw the football, and Dowling stayed back in coverage and allowed Brecht to run up and, and uh, score. So, yes, and the penalty, it makes a – it has a big play on this because you look at Ankeny and you say, well, this would be a good time to maybe onside kick. You can, you can gamble where you're at right now. Yeah, you certainly can. John Scheidel on the Dowling sideline. Uh, Maroons come up empty on their opening drive of the second half, but uh, Ankeny's offense takes it down, and we saw a little bit of Arlen Bruce there in the open field. Yeah, this is where you, you miss a Carson Creekhauser with the cutback lanes uh, that, that Arlen Bruce was able to expose Dowling's defense a little bit, but uh, here goes the onside. And the ball is going to be kicked out of bounds. And let's see, that will be uh, should be Dowling football. And see, uh, I think the ball only comes to the 35, so it's only a, you know, it's a 10-yard 10 10-yard 10 wash. Or it's where it goes out of bounds. So, uh, and, yeah. And it looks like it's going to be at 36. Yep, so it'll yep. be first down Dowling from their own 36-yard line. As the officials announce that. As, a penalty, as the ball went out of bounds, not fielded by oh, either team. They put it to 41. 41-yard line, excuse me. So it'll be first down Dowling. 3-11 remaining here in the third quarter. Ankeny has scored their first touchdown. Brody Breck on a six-yard run. Well, the last time, you know, in the first half when Ankeny went down the field and scored, Dowling answered on the next drive. And that's what this offense needs to do right now. Well, the... Second half adjustments are continually underway because uh, both teams only had it once here in the third quarter. This is Dowling second possession. Now here's Smolik. Uh, handoff goes to Swagger, and Zach is hit and dropped right about the 41-yard line. And they're going to get in progress up to the 42, a gain of one. Second and nine coming up for Dowling. Bryce Peterson coming in there and making a play for um, Ankeny for the Hawks. And he's playing that, that, that will linebacker position and came in and made a nice play. Maroons will take out their fullback and tailback and bring in extra receivers as Mac Anderson in there. Along with Carson Brown to the left, three receivers to the right. Empty backfield for the sophomore quarterback, Jackson Smolik. Here's a snap. Smolik inside uh, pass. Quick hitter to the 45-yard line. It's caught by Mac Anderson for a gain of three. Yeah, a little quick hitter right there and, you know, a slant. You're hoping to get a pitch and catch and, and get some yards after catch, but uh, Hawk defense was there to shut it down right away. All right, Dowling will send three receivers to the right, one to the left, and that is Andrew Lynch to the far left, the tight end, wide out. Now Louis Brooks goes slot left. Empty backfield, Smolik's third and six from 
the Dowling 45, and now Smolik is going to get hit and dropped as the whistle sounds. Ankeny wrapped him up, and a good job by the Ankeny defense that time, Matt, as they swarmed in on him. You know, one of the things for a young quarterback like Smolik is he saw some success running the football, and if you watch that play right there, his eyes dropped as the as the rush came, and he was looking for an exit route instead of keeping his eyes downfield. And so, it's a tough it's a tough play, and and uh, he didn't have much time to throw the football. No, he did not. So it'll bring a fourth down for the Maroons. Fourth and twelve. Line of scrimmage is the uh, Dowling thirty nine. Jake Calvert into punt from his own twenty five. The left footed punt gets it away. Spirally kick, and it'll be fielded by Ankeny, and that is Arlen Bruce from his own 18-yard line. Gets across the 25 up to the 30 and spun down to the 33-yard line. That's where the Hawks will start it. First and 10 from their own 33-yard line. 105 remaining here in the third quarter. Dowling hanging on to a 14-10 lead. Mark Amadale, Matt Mandring here in the press box at the Unidome at Cedar Falls. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline. That's where John Chido is bad. Yeah, it's not a good time for the Dowling offense to stall. Uh, Ankeny is very explosive, and they can score points in a hurry. And we've seen that. they got a lot of good things going with Arlen Bruce getting them in space. Uh, the Dowling's uh, defensive line can't get too far upfield. they got to stop that cutback because that's where Arlen Bruce was very successful that last series. All right, Dowling showing a four-man front. Ankeny a first down from their own 33 with 65 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Back to throw as Bauer has time. Launches it downfield. He's got a man opening, and that ball is tipped away, and a penalty flag coming up. Tipped away at the last moment by Dowling, but penalty flags out, and it's going to be pass interference on the Maroons as the intended receiver was Ankeny's Brody Breck. Jake Anderson in coverage there, and he was trying to get the timing and watching the hands of when Breck was going to put his hands out to get the football, and he was in that trail position, and you know, especially in high school football, that's not a bad play because that, that looked like that was going to be a big play for the Hawks. So that's 15-yard penalty, and I'll move the ball up to the 48-yard line of Ankeny where they get a first down after the pass interference call against Dowling. Game, game clock stopped at 59 seconds here in the third quarter. The winner plays Southeast Polk this coming Friday night for the 4A championship game. Southeast Polk all over Pleasant Valley today, 50-10. to 10. Hand off Arlen Bruce, and he gets into Dowling territory and moves the change from his own 48 down to the Dowling 47. Good tackle by Max Derry there inside, and, and uh, you're starting to see that offensive line from Centennial having a little bit of a push, and I imagine they got talked to at halftime because that <laughs> – You mean Ankeny, not, Ankeny, not Centennial. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Ankeny and uh, the, the – um, Front four from the Dowling defense really ate him up in the first half. Well, Ankeny's head coach, Rick Nelson, in his sixth year, was the offensive line coach right here at UNI. So he knows a little bit about that. Here's Bauer back to throw on second and five, and he runs towards the near sideline. Stays in bounds, and he's dropped right about the 44-yard line, a gain of three. Townsend over there on the stop, and, and uh, Michael Woon over there to run him down, and that will likely be the last play of the third quarter. I want to thank Dental Associates, Construction Professionals, and Ashworth Vision for supporting our broadcast all season long. And as Matt mentioned, we have come to the end of the third quarter here at the Unidome at Cedar Falls, the Class 4A football playoffs, the semifinal round. And it's Dowling 14, Ankeny 10, back with the fourth quarter in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you online at mercydesmoines.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And we're back here at the Unidome in Cedar Falls alongside Matt Mandring. I'm Mark Amadale, John Scheidel on the Dowling sideline. Start of the fourth quarter, and Matt, 14-10 to 10 Dowling, and Ankeny knocking on the doors, third and two for the Hawks at the Dowling 44-yard line. The big play here is the Dowling defense has to look and make a stand and try to get the ball back and stop the momentum from that the Hawks have built up here as uh, we go into the fourth quarter. Certainly do. And John Scheidel on the Dowling sideline. This might be four-down territory right now for the Hawks. They got third and two right now, and if they come up short, you know they're going to go for it on fourth and short. Yeah, I, I think they would, Mark, because uh, uh, you're not going to get many more opportunities left in this ball game. But, but still, I mean, still early. There's a lot of game left. We still started the fourth quarter. But when you're on this side of the 50 in Dowling's territory, uh, it's going to be hard for them to – to, to punt the ball and not go for it on fourth they don't get the third down conclusion. Yeah, that is true. All right. Third and two, the Hawks. Ankeny with the football. Bauer with three receivers left, one to the right. And he keeps the football, and he's got the first down. Carries it down to the 40-yard line of Dowling. He'll pick up four. Spread the field and let your quarterback run. We've seen that a few times here in the second half. Yeah. By both yeah, quarterbacks. By both quarterbacks. And, and uh, Jace is uh, really... Uh, a good candidate to, to continue to do that. I mean, he's just a, a heady ball player and, and can make plays. And right there, it's what you want your seniors to do. You know, you go out there and get yeah. that third and two, and I, I can get it. Well, Bauer's a three-year starter quarterback for uh, Ankeny. 6'2", 205. Wearing number eight, three receivers left. Man in motion, right, left to right. And a handoff, inside handoff goes to, is that Arlen Bruce? Have a seat, Cadolf here in the second half. I believe it was Bruce. And it was Arlen Bruce and uh, carries it down to the 38-yard line. He'll pick up two. Yeah, they're going to try and get him as many opportunities as he can get here as they wind down into the fourth quarter and let your playmakers make plays. Just underway here in the fourth quarter, 11 minutes remaining. Dowling 14, Ankeny 10. Hawks have all three of their timeouts remaining. Dowling has two remaining. And now a man in motion is Brody Breck, left to right. Here's uh, Bauer back to throw. He sets up, fires the ball downfield, looking for a receiver, and the pass is incomplete in and off the shoulders of Austin Klein, the Dowling defender. Almost had himself a pick as Brady McCullough was the uh, wide receiver. McCullough gives a 
quite a height advantage, 6'4", yeah. 190 against uh, Dowling's Austin Klein at uh, 5'10", but Austin almost had himself an interception in the end zone. He did. He had in- he kept his inside leverage on that, and the ball came back over the middle, and he was in better position than McCullough was. McCullough became a defender yeah. at the end of that ball, at the end of that throw. The ball popped off uh, Klein's shoulder pad, incomplete. Bring up third and nine for the Hawks. Ankeny on the Dowling 38. Man in motion, three receivers. Now here's a little flanker screen. It's caught by Brody Breck. He's got the first down, and he finally wrestled down at the Dowling 25. That play was set up so well. Breck did a nice job, and so did Arlen Bruce setting that up, and Breck is shaken up after the uh, carry. Well, you see, you know, you saw the defensive front for Dowling just sit there and freeze because they saw a screen. They read screen. And... Um, and then they ran that shallow crosser across the middle, and Brecht was running free. Yeah, Brody's uh, shaken up. He's going to come off under his own power, but he's got quite a limp. And we hope he's all right. Young man going to the University of Iowa with his uh, teammate, Arlen Bruce. And their other teammate, uh, Caleb Ratke, is going to be a wrestler at Iowa. So and he's uh, walking off with the Ankeny trainer. want to thank Kemen. Mercy One and Skeptons Formal Wear for supporting our broadcast all season long here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Anthony now with the first down. First down at the uh, Dowling 25-yard line. A 13-yard catch that time by Brody Breck, who goes off, who leaves the game. And now here's Bauer on play action. Fires downfield. The pass is caught. Touchdown, Ankeny. Brady McCullough got inside Jake Anderson and scored. And well set up by Jace Bauer. Faked the handoff and on play action threw a dart. And a little post route by McCullough. Touchdown, Ankeny, and the Hawks retake the lead. He did. Anderson just had a fingernail on. Just was a step away from being able to knock that ball away. And nice throw there by uh, Bauer. And and uh, McCullough finishes it off. And it's turned. And it's you know, a, the momentum has shifted. 25-yard touchdown pass from quarterback Jace Bauer to Brady McCullough. And now the extra point by Max Pelham. On the hold by Colin Riggs. The extra point is up and good. So Ankeny now with a 17-14 lead over Dowling. Ten minutes, 20 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. We'll be back. And you're listening to the Class 4A semifinals here from the Unidome in Cedar Falls on Iowa Catholic Radio. Catholic Radio, changing hearts and minds. I started listening to Catholic Radio a few months ago. I'm not Catholic, and it just makes my day go by so much faster. I love the spiritual family that you have. I just think it's so awesome. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? You can give at iowacatholicradio.com through the Iowa Catholic Radio app or call 515-223-1150. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. All right, Ankeny going seven plays, 67 yards for their touchdown as uh, Brady McCullough, a 25-yard touchdown reception from quarterback Jace Bauer, and the Hawks now kicking off. High end over end kick, fielded by Louie Brooks at the three-yard line. Louie 
Works the right sideline, 20, and he's hit and dropped right at the 25-yard line. Stopped there by Caleb Ratchi, the outstanding wrestler. Knocks Louie back, going to be first down Dowling from their own 25. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline. That is where John Chido is at tonight. Johnny? Well, it was a nice play that Ankeny dialed up there for that last touchdown. Get a, you know, they froze uh, our defensive backfield uh, with the with the play action and allowed McCullough to get in between the safety and the linebacker, and and uh, it was just a good dialed-up play uh, for the Ankeny Hawks. Uh, Louis Brooks uh, was uh, kind of uh, a little woozy after that hit. Uh, he's now on the sideline. Hopefully it's nothing serious. All right, Dowling with their offense on the field, first and 10 Maroons from their own 25-yard line, and now Cam Middleton. And Mac Anderson, late additions to the offense. Plenty of time in the play clock, under 10 seconds. Here's a snap. Read option, handoff Middleton. Right up the gut he goes, and it goes from his own 25, and they'll spot him down at the 29 again of four to bring up second and six. Good run by Cam, and that's really what this offense needs to see again is that we get that the the power running game going and, and creating those creases in the middle of the field and, and uh, taking over the, the offensive line's got to take over right now. Oh, final from uh, Minnesota is, uh, yeah, Big Ten football on a Friday night. Iowa 35-7 to over Minnesota. So congratulations to the Hawks. They even their record at 2-2 two and two on the year. Handoff Cam Middleton, and he's got some running room. Up near a first down, he's got the first down across the 35, and he's brought down at about the 36-yard line of Dowling. First and 10 Maroons. Good, strong run by Cam. He got knocked early in that run, and then he finished it off with just his powerful legs there as he was going through and getting it done. And, uh, you know, I think it was Clint Philippoul there at the end uh, really finished off a block for him. Finn the right tackle. 9-15 remaining. Fourth quarter, third and three. Or first and 10, rather, for Dowling. And now Middleton right up the gut he goes, follows his left guard, and Gets up to the 40-yard line for a gain of three to bring up second and seven. This is where Dowling had that success in the first half is, you know, Cam going and finishing runs and and then setting up the quick passing, you know, the, those quick passes that kept the Ankeny defense off kilter, not allowing them to blitz, and they're trying to find that back right now. Yeah, we saw that very early in the game as uh, the Bruins got out to a 7-3 to three lead and led 14-3 at halftime. But Ankeny has answered with two touchdowns here in the second half to take the lead. 17-14 over Dowling. Game clock continues to run. 8.35 remaining. Fourth quarter. All right, Jackson Smolik, quarterback. First and 10 from the Dowling 40. And Al Smolik, and he's going to go down. A little misdirection back there. Something happened that wasn't right. And a loss yeah. back to the 40 to the 36-yard line. Loss of four. That was uh, Tamden Webb Tate again. And he, he has come in and made some big plays tonight. The 6'2", 250-pound junior. And um, he's made some big plays for that Hawk defense and, and put the put the Maroons behind the sticks. There. No question. All right, Louis Brooks back in the ball game. Three receivers set now for Dowling on the right side. Two on the left. Empty backfield and no tight end. It's uh, second and 15 Maroons. Smolik back to throw. Fires over the middle. Caught. Koa Thompson first down at the 50-yard line. Well, that wasn't or uh, Carson Brown. Or was it Carson Brown? Excuse me. Carson, Carson Brown. with the reception in traffic. And they had five receivers on that set. That was a great catch by Carson Brown and a really nice throw by Jackson Smolik. Stood in there and and uh, just put it right on him, and that was a good play there well, for the Look Maroons. who's going to play tailback here. Adam Townsend, who started at linebacker, will play tailback here. First down, Dowling at the 50, and he brings that, that little bit of speed, that quickness that uh, Smolik in Middleton, uh, you know, he has a little bit more quickness. we got a yeah. timeout, Dowling. Yeah, they the set wasn't quite right again on that one. We'll take a break. 
with 7.24 remaining here in the fourth quarter. It's Ankeny 17, Dowling 14. The Maroons with the first down at midfield when we return here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Hey, we're back here at the Unidome in Cedar Falls. Mark Amadale, Matt Maindring here in the press box as Ankeny leads Dowling 17-14 with seven and a half minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. Dowling a first down at midfield. Actually, they're going to spot it at the Ankeny 49-yard line. John Scheido, a timeout called by Dowling. They only have one left here in the final seven and a half minutes. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, they had to use both timeouts because of uh, they weren't lined up correctly and Adam Townsend, as you mentioned, is new into the, the football game, and I don't think he really got the play call. And then you would have had two uh, two guys in motion there, so Coach Wilson elected to call the timeout and uh, get readjusted. I mean, it's such an important drive, uh, momentum changer. Everything about this drive is important for Dowling, and they just need to keep uh, moving the football. And, Johnny, with uh, Adam Townsend in there, a little bit quicker back, so let's see where they're going to they're gonna feature him at. Yeah, I think uh, you know he gives you some some extra speed to hit that hole, and also that cutback too as well. And and this, the speed of Ankeny's defense, uh, and they're, they're over pursuing a little bit, and with the quicker back down in Townsend, uh, lets Dowling expose that a little bit. All right, first down, Dowling. The blind of scrimmage is the Ankeny forty-nine yard line. Adam Townsend at tailback, and he gets the handoff left side. Tries to turn the corner, trying to find a lane. He can't find it. He stood up i got to give him forward progress down to the 48, a gain of one. But Ankeny and the gold shirts were there. Yeah, they, they really flew to the football right there. It was uh, um, Sean Gavin uh, out there playing linebacker, and then uh, they just flew to him and didn't give him a break. That'll bring up second down and nine, a gain of one that time for Townsend. Louis Brooks in the backfield. Now they'll motion him out to the left. Three receivers right, one to the left. Tight end is on the right. Here's the snap. Smolik out of the shotgun. Avoids oh, one tackle. And now face mask called, yeah. and Smolik goes down. As a penalty flag on the play, and uh, hopefully Jackson's all right. He got twisted around with his face mask, and that'll be 15 yards and an automatic first down for the Maroons. Hopefully the Dowling quarterback is fine, the sophomore Jackson Smolik. And we'll get the call from the referee. We have a timeout as an Ankeny player is shaken up. Looks like a cramp. It might be Simonson, their yeah. defensive end. Personal foul. Face mask. Personal foul. Face mask on the defense, number 13. It's a 15-yard penalty. Replay second down. So the penalty well, on Sean Gavin. Doesn't give him the first down. Is that what they're saying? 
shy of the first down. It's not yeah. an automatic first down. Yeah. I, I thought second and one Dowling from the Hawk 40. As uh, Smolik was sacked. And then the penalty happened. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision. Construction professionals and dental associates. The injured Ankeny players you mentioned. Braden Simonson, the uh, defensive end, also plays a lot of tight end. He and Wes Folk share that position on the offense, and he's limping to the sidelines. It looks like a cramp, and they were trying to stretch that calf out. So the young man should be able to get back into the ballgame, hopefully. So the face mask penalty gives Runes 15 more yards. They'll spot it down at the Ankeny 40. Or it'll be second and one Maroon. Six and a half minutes remaining. Fourth quarter. Dowling trailing by three at 17-14 Ankeny. Here's Smolik on play action. Rolls to his left. Fires back across the grain. Incomplete. And that might have been a dangerous pass at Ankeny linebacker holding his head. It's like uh, that's Jackson Pennygroth. Yeah. And I think he saw a lot of green turf in his uh, yeah. future. That throw back across the middle is always dangerous late in the, late in the play because there's always somebody coming. And so, you know, they, they had a second and one, second less than one. That's your gamble play. You could do that. All right, it's third and one and running formation. They'll throw it. The pass is caught. First down Dowling as a play action to Middleton. They fire it to Louis Brooks for the reception and, and a first down. Great ball fake there by Smolik. He had me. I thought he gave it to Cam as well. And he sits there and <laughs> throws a dart out there to Louis Brooks for the first down. Gain of eight. <clears throat> Moves the chains. 6-10 remaining. Game clock running here in the fourth quarter. Ankeny 17, Dowling Catholic 14. The winner meets Southeast Polk all over Pleasant Valley today. 50-10 to in a battle of undefeated teams. Southeast Polk the championship game. Congratulations to Brad Zelenovich, their head coach. They'll be in the finals next Friday at 7 o'clock here at the Dome. Handoff. Cam Middleton finds some room, and he bowls his way down near the 25-yard line. They'll spot him at the 26 for a gain of six. They run Louie across there in, in motion as kind of a distraction and let Cam, as run, Cam runs behind him and over that left side, I believe behind Lynch, and, and uh, is that Claypool on the left side? or is, um, But they, nice play, nice pickup on first down. That Claypool's the right tackle. Oh, the right I tackle. I think you're uh, yep. referring to the left tackle, Sam Gavin. Yep, Gavin. So it's uh, second and five, Dowling. The line of scrimmage is 26. Handoff Middleton, and he stood up and dropped. Nice job by the... Uh, up front for Ankeny as they hit and dropped him at the point of attack. No gain in the play. They'll spot him down at the 28-yard line. And Sean Gavin again. Yeah, as a he loss came, of two. Yeah, he came in and made a nice play and got in the backfield before Cam could even get his legs going there. So that'll bring up third down for Dowling. Third and six for the Maroons from the Ankeny 28. Game on the line here as we're under the uh, five-minute mark. Pistol formation with Townsend at tailback. And Caden Sanders, the extra tight end. They'll hand it off to Townsend. He follows Caden Sanders. He's going to be wrestled down from behind by Bryce Peterson. And Ankeny's showing their quickness to the ball. He'll be brought down right at the 27. Again, a one. It'll bring up fourth down for Dowling, fourth and five. Yeah, Peterson flew to the football there from his uh, uh, linebacker position and read that play all the way and had an alley, and Dowling couldn't get a hat on him to take him off the block and, and uh, made a nice play. Yeah, he certainly did. You look at the uh, replay on the board. So Dowling going for it. This game's on the line right now. Fourth 
And five Dowling at the Ankeny 27. Here's a snap. Smolik, a quick hitter. He fires a pass out. Caught by Louis Brooks. And Louis is brought down at the 18-yard line trying to make a cut. And I hope he's all right because yeah, he did one of those turf things. Yeah, and, he tackled, it, tackled himself. Uh, he's holding his groin. Yeah. That is not good, and he's going to come out. But a first yeah. down Dowling at the 18. He stopped to make a cut right there, and it looks like he, yeah, because he, he, no one touched him on the tackle. So a nine-yard reception by Louis Brooks. He'll go out, and he may have a groin injury as he was uh, in a little bit of pain. And now he's replaced by Mac Anderson. First down Dowling at the 18 of Ankeny. Three and a half minutes remaining. Here's a handoff right up the gut. Townsend, and he goes over center down to the 10-yard line near a first down. Ball came loose. I don't know if the I official they, said he was they down. They down. They're going to call him down. Uh, the, no. umpire, the umpire say he's down, and now a big decision here. And they're going to say yeah, he was down. it'll bring up second down for Dowling. Big break there for the Maroons. We'll watch the replay. Yeah, he was in the bottom of the pile there, and they came in late, and he's got a knee down. Yes. Yeah, he's down. So that will bring up second down and two for the Maroons. Line of scrimmage is a 10-yard line of Ankeny. Townsend picks up eight. You hear the boos going through yeah. the Unidome. Those are the Yankee fans. But his knee is down right there as they look on the replay, and so it's the right call. Runes will flip-flop their tight end. Here's the snap. Handoff Middleton right side. He goes to the strong side and puts his head down, down to the five-yard line. First and goal, Dowling. First and goal, 2.35 to go. And now, um, you know, it's, it's really... This is your ball game right here. So you have first and goal from the five-yard line for the Maroons. Um, and Cam Middleton and, and Townsend were doing the shuffling of the, of the um, running backs in and out of the ball game. And uh, Louis Brooks out, you know, and so that's a, that's a big thing for the Dowling offense as well. All right, this will be the 14th play of the Dowling drive. We started back at the 25-yard line at the 10-14 mark. The Maroons have burned almost over six minutes of game time. Handoff Townsend, and he's hit and drop right at the line of scrimmage. No game in the play. It'll bring up second and goal from the five-yard line of Ankeny. And I think Ankeny's going to burn a timeout. Yeah, they're going to call a timeout and try to conserve some clock. We'll take a break. With two minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter, the score, Ankeny 17, Dowling Catholic 14. It'll be second and goal Dowling from the Ankeny 5 when we return here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. And we're back here at the Unidome in Cedar Falls alongside uh, Matt Maindring. I'm Mark Amadale. Two minutes remaining. Dowling trailing 17-14 to Ankeny. Maroons with a second and goal at the seven-yard line. That last play by Townsend, he lost two yards on it. 
And Johnny Chai, I don't know if you heard, but uh, our man back at the studio, Jeff Pickett, said Louie may have uh, sprained his wrist. It wasn't his groin on that uh, reception for a first down. Yeah, he did. He's back in the game, though. Oh, you're right. As uh, Out of this extended media timeout, usually you get a minute timeout during the regular season, but here at the Dome, it's about a 90-second timeout. And Cam Middleton in the backfield, Smolik, on second and goal from the seven-yard line for the Maroons. Two receivers left. One of them is Brooks. Back to throw Smolik. Lobs in the end zone for Brooks, and it is incomplete. He threw it into a dangerous area where it was a tight drop. Well defended by the Ankeny Hawks, and Arlen Bruce was back on coverage. Oh. <laughs> How about Playing a little defense down there. Yeah, they, there he they is. had the athletes out there, and, and uh, Louis Brooks, there was a little bit of an alley there. I thought he was going to sneak in there, but it got tipped away. Well, Dowling will take their other tight end out. That was Caden Sanders in there with Lynch. Two receivers, actually three receivers to left. Middleton in the backfield. Smolik, who's went the, the distance tonight at quarterback, will work out of the shotgun, the sophomore for Dowling. Maroon's going left to right, trailing 17-14. And it is, uh, here's Smolik with it, and he's going to be hit and drop. Nobody open, put his head down and got to the six-yard line, got a yard back. Yeah. Going to bring up fourth down and goal for the Maroons from and the six. And they're going to get kicked field goal. Great pickup in the backfield by Cam Middleton from the Brits with a blitzing linebacker. And uh, Cam picked him up and, and gave Smolik a chance to make a play. So Ankeny uses their second timeout. Both teams with a timeout left. And Ankeny leading 17-14. With a minute 43 remaining, this is going to be an exciting finish. And uh, Dowling now will apparently come out and try a field goal. John uh, Chido on the Dowling sideline. A lot has happened, and boy, what a second half this has been. Both teams playing it very tight to the vest. Low-scoring game for two teams that uh, can score over 30 points throughout the year. This has been a defensive game, and we're looking at overtime here if uh, things work out for the Maroons. Yeah, it's unfortunate because Andrew Lynch was open in that back of the end zone. If, you can, if, if, if Jackson had a chance to see him and throw it up to him, he had the height advantage there, but uh, the pressure was too much for him. Uh, so, you know, everybody knows I don't have to say anything about this next play coming up. Yep. All right, a 23-yard field goal from the right hash by the uh, Dowling kicker, Jake Calvert. Ball down, kick high enough, long enough, and good. Calvert ties the score. And there's going to be a penalty and on 17, there. 17 and a dead now, ball penalty apparently yeah. here, Matt. Well, they roughed the kicker. And so, but, you know, you don't, you, you got to take the points here. You got to take the points. And then you're going to put it on the kickoff. Now, let's see what this is all about. We'll get the officials call here through our hookup with the officials, Mike. And both teams kind of sorting this out. So are the referees. Yeah. So the 23-yard field goal from the right hash was good. We're tied at 17. Minute 39 remaining on the clock. And now here is the officials yeah. now. Are they going to come to a decision? I think they're going to put it on the, ki- they're going to put it on the kickoff. And here's the call. Five yards running into the kicker. No. That penalty will be assessed on the kickoff. So there you go. Penalty assessed in the kickoff. So Dowling goes 17 plays, 75 yards. And, Matt, it was about a nine-minute drive, eight-and-a-half-minute drive for the Maroons, taking most of the fourth quarter. We'll take a one-minute break and return. Tied at 17, Dowling and Ankeny. The winner meets Southeast Polk next Friday. Back to the Union Dome in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio.
Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Hey, welcome back to the Union Dome in Cedar Falls. Mark Amadale, Matt Maindring. Dowling set to kick off after a 23-yard field goal by Jake Calvert. Ties the score. And uh, Diego Leon will now kick off for Dowling from his own 45-yard line after the 5-yard roughing the kicker penalty. And Diego will poke it into the end zone, push it in the end zone, touchback. There'll be no return as uh, Cade Summers... Decided not to return it, and it'll be first and 10 Ankeny from their own 20-yard line. Hawks with one timeout remaining. Dowling with one timeout remaining and a minute 39 on the clock. And anything can go here, Matt Maindring. We have, uh, well, overtime on the horizon, but we have a long ways away. But we have a long ways away, but only one timeout for Ankeny remaining. Only one timeout with a powerful and potent offense when you have Brody Brecht and and, uh, Jace Bauer and, and Arlen Bruce and... And uh, they've they, and Kate Summers, they've got some weapons here to stretch the field. And yes, they do. Let's put pressure and see if that front four can create some pressure for the Dowling defense. All right, Bauer, the quarterback. Jace will send three receivers left and one to the right. Ankeny going right to left. Bauer, quarterback draw. He'll keep it. Trying to get outside, and he's running towards the far sideline. Finally spun out of bounds, and a penalty flag on a horse collar tackle by Dowling. That'll add 15 more as he spun down at the 40. 38-yard line, excuse me. Yeah, and uh, he ended up getting the horse collar. And I don't, I think they're, he grabbed the jersey, so it's not a horse collar. I don't, I mean, see if they pick this up. It will be interesting. Get the call here from our official. Nope, not going to pick it up. There's no foul for a horse collar tackle. It, it looked like they got him on the front of the got him on the jersey in the front of the shoulder pad, so it shouldn't have been a horse. Well, collar. You talk about working as a team. This officiating crew has done a great job working as a team. But one official saw the other kind of waved off. Yeah. And I watched the tackle here on the replay, and he grabbed him up off. Yeah, the, uh, the shoulder, the jersey. and that was making the tackle. Adam Townsend. Yeah. So it'll be a first down. Ankeny from their own 38-yard line. Inside handoff to Arlen Bruce. Skips a tackle. And he's brought down about the 43-yard line. The game clock continues to run. And Bruce with a nice game. Yeah, with the two timeouts that they took, you know, they did use some to conserve some clock while Dowling was driving. So they kept some time on the clock for him here for this series. Three receivers to left, one to the right. Second and 17, and a pass is caught right near midfield. A little quick slant to the left by Ankeny. That'll be enough for a first down. And again, high school football, the clock stops till the chains. Now, that's one thing about it. it's changed quite a bit over the years. The chains get set a lot faster now. And so the clock doesn't, <laughs> you know, 
Yeah, they do. Five-yard gain. West Falk on the catch for a five-yard reception. Now Bauer back to throw. Has time. Now spun out of the pocket, and he'll throw it off balance. It is caught. And out of bounds goes Arlen Bruce into Dowling territory. Boy, Ankeny on the edge there. Did they play with fire? Yeah, what a play by Chase Bauer right there. Throwing that ball up to Arlen Bruce. And and he was playing with fire. He had a guy on his ankle. But what a a throw. Down to the Dowling 43-yard line. An eight-yard gain. But Bauer ran all the way back near his 35-yard line, avoiding the uh, Dowling defender. Four-man rush for Dowling. Five linebackers and two safeties. Back to throw Bauer. Looks right, throws right. Pass is caught. And that is uh, Folk, the tight end with the reception. And uh, makes enough, gets enough of the first down. And he's down with an ankle, it looks like. He's been battling injury anyway. And he'll go down at the 37-yard line. A gain of six. And Wes Folk, the young man who's the tight end, 6'4", 225. Pretty good baseball player. And he was shaken up a few weeks ago. And matter of fact, in the two deeps today, uh, he was listed as a starter, but Braden Simonson is, is a two-way player, has played both ways. So we've got a stop to play. Let's go down to John Chide on the Dowling sideline. 37 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. Tied at 17 here, Johnny. Yeah, uh, if, if you need a defensive sack or a turnover, now's the time, obviously, but... Uh... We're getting pressure on Chase Bauer. Just got to keep him inside that pocket and not let him get outside of that contain. And it's just hurting. He's able to use his feet and his arm that time with Arlen Bruce with a nice reception. So they can keep Chase Bauer inside the pocket by putting pressure on him. They're going to have some success. Well, this is probably the most experienced quarterback Dowling has faced this year, three-year starter in Chase Bauer. And I remember watching him a couple years ago, just his sophomore year. All right, it is first and ten, Ankeny. From the Dowling 37. And there's, sack. and there's the sack you were talking about, gentlemen. Back there was uh, Finn Claypool on defense. Also in there for Dowling is uh, Jalen Pettis, number 55. Yeah. And this one. You know, Finn Claypool is a very, very good athlete. And, and they, you know, they have him on the offensive side of the football. And they bring him in on these specialties to play defense because he is a dynamic player. And right there he made a play. Eight-yard sack on Bauer, which I didn't think we'd see. Because uh, Chase is such a, an athlete. They almost had him earlier when yeah. uh, they, he finally uh, found Bruce. And Arlen Bruce made a nice gain that time, eight yards on a first down. And he stopped the clock. This time, 29 seconds remaining, tied at 17. And Ankeny has used their final timeout. Want to recognize our supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio. They include Kemen, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formal Wear. And we want to thank all those folks as we've been, this is our 44th year of broadcasting Dowling Catholic football. And uh, boy, what a what a run it's been! The, the first seven times you get up here and you you play in the state championship, your bridesmaids. Yeah. The last seven times or more, yeah, eight times, <laughs> state champion. So a lot has changed in our coverage, and now we're back to live action. Second and eighteen for Ankeny. Back to throw. Bauer has time. Pocket collapses. He fires over the middle for Breck, and the pass is incomplete. No penalty flag out. A lot of contact in there. Dowling yeah. had two receiver, two defenders back there. And yeah, that's a, Breck that's, was a lone receiver. He was, and he had to slow up a little bit, and there's there was contact down there, but 22 seconds left. I don't. It, it, it's got to be pretty obvious for them to throw the flag at this point. Pass is incomplete. Bring up third and 18 for Ankeny. Line of scrimmage to Dowling 45. Now it's third down. You in you Ankeny, you're not. You know. Well, can they get in the field goal range? That's yeah, the thing I, I right. think uh, Coach Coach Nelson's thinking about. 
and his offensive staff. Five seconds remaining on the play clock. Bauer's going to have to hurry, and he gets a snap off. Bauer back to throw, quarterback draw. He'll keep it, running towards the boundary, and he breaks a tackle down the far sideline, and he's hit and knocked out of bounds. Great hit that time by Will Herman, and he knocked Bauer down, and they help him up over there. 14 seconds left, but that was a great run by Chase Bauer and, and puts him in the field goal range, a long field goal. And, uh, oh, it's not a first down. Yeah, it's, uh, oh, before, yeah. it'll be first down, rather. Yeah, they're going to give him the first spot down. Spot him down right yeah. at the 28-yard line. So, yeah, that's a good run that time. 17-yard run by Bauer. So 14 seconds left, no timeouts, and, uh, you know, this is uh, tough. You know, in high school football, this is not much time left. Well, five seconds on the game clock, or play clock, rather. Here's the snap, Bauer, and they're out of timeouts. Launches it towards the end zone, and he overthrows everybody incomplete. The intended receiver running a, a fly pattern was Arlen Bruce, and he had one-on-one coverage that time with the Dowling defender, and that was Jake Anderson. Yeah, and, you know, and here they're going to bring the field goal unit out there, and going to be about a... 44-yard field goal kick. So we look at the uh, numbers for Ankeny on their field goal kicker. This is Max Pelham. He's uh, three Downing, for seven. See if Dowling will call a timeout here. He didn't. And three for seven, and longest field goal is 25 yards. It'll be from the right hash. Ball down, kick is high enough. Is it long enough? And it is no good off to the left. Oh. And the Dowling fans celebrate. Holy smokes, was that close. He had the distance, but he missed it to the left, and three seconds remain. John Chido, this bring you back to election night with a deep breath? Yeah, you need a defibrillator down here. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you, that was a, that was, it looked good from the start, and it kept drawing. It was like a, it was like a tee shot that kept drawing, that wouldn't stop drawing. I knew he'd get the uh, golf term in since the Masters is underway. Masters in November. That's right. (laughs) Well, Dowling will take over first and 10 from their own 20 with three seconds remaining. And uh, Jake Smolik, maybe for the first time tonight, will go under center and the kneel down. No, he's not going to go under center, Uh, but he'll do the shotgun. And we're facing overtime, so we'll take a break with the end of regulation. Dowling, 17, Ankeny, 17. The winner will play Southeast Polk next Friday. The Rams with a 50-10 to 10 win over Pleasant Valley. We'll take a break as we go to overtime here at the Uni Dome in the 4A semifinal. Dowling and Ankeny tied at 17. Back with our first overtime in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Thank you, Skeffington's Formal Wear, for sponsoring Dowling Catholic High School football. In business since 1951, Skeffington's Formal Wear offers quality service, style, and selection, providing tuxedos, suits, and casual groom attire for weddings, proms, and any other special occasion. Skeffington's Formal Wear, with convenient locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. All locations are family-owned and operated by members in their respective communities, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. 
Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And we're back here at the Uni Dome in Cedar Falls, about ready to go to overtime between Dowling and Ankeny. Tied at 17, and now they're having the coin toss at uh, midfield with uh, Jace Bauer, the Ankeny captain, and Andrew Lynch, the Dowling captain. We'll get the call from our official here. Ankeny has won the toss and elected to play defense. It'll be Dowling's ball, first and 10 on the 10-yard line. And it looks like they'll be going right to left here, so right in front of us, Matt uh, yep. Mandering. Dowling and Ankeny. The Dowling offense will have it first. John Chido. Important thing here is to get a score off this uh, first possession for Dowling. First and goal from the ten. Yeah, uh, obviously seven points puts a ton of pressure on 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 the uh, the opposing team when you start with the football. Uh, but you know that's always the thing when you win the toss. You always want to play defense. Hopefully get a stop so you know what exactly what you need to do. That's why it's imperative not to take sacks. Um, this is where Jackson needs to understand that he has another play in case he gets into trouble. He doesn't need to force anything in there, and uh, you need to stay ahead of the chains. You know, that three, four yards on that first down is huge in overtime, going from the ten yard line. Yeah, you want to get at least something out of each possession when yeah. you have it—a field goal or obviously a touchdown. Let's recap scoring in the first quarter: uh, Max Pelham on a thirty-one yard field goal for Ankeny made the score three nothing Hawks, and then Dowling with Zach Swagger's 20-yard run at the 10-minute mark of the first quarter. Gave Dowling a 7-3 lead with Deion Leon, Diego Leon's extra point. And then Ankeny, as they're set to play here. All right, we're going to go faster than I thought. First and goal, Dowling from the 10. First overtime, Smolik, pistol formation. And he'll throw it a quick slant to Louis Brooks. Pass incomplete. Brooks had... Uh, <laughs> You know who on him? Arlen Bruce is in single coverage yeah. there with uh, Louis on a slant pattern. A little little contact as they got off the line of scrimmage, and and uh, Louis didn't quite get the break out of there that he needed to uh, create some space for Smolik to put it on him. So recapping the scoring, Dowling led seven to three at the end of the first quarter, and then in the second quarter it was uh, Andrew Lynch on a four-yard touchdown reception. Quarterback uh, Jackson Smolik gave Dowling a fourteen to three lead. That went to halftime. We'll catch up on the second half after this play. Second and goal, Dowling from the 10 in the first overtime. Smolik back to throw, fires it, caught by Lynch. Spin move, touchdown! How about that? Andrew Lynch did a spin move right on Ryan Crandall. Touchdown, Maroons. They've been sitting him out there a lot tonight. They put him out there on that on the way outside the boundary, and uh, they got him ISO'd, and he hits, Smolik hits him right when he curls. and, and, and Watch when Lynch he catches it here in. on the replay. Yeah, he spins right in. Catch and spin, and he just outspun. Or out, out uh, juke to Ryan Crandall there yeah. on the left side. That's a beautiful move by Andrew Lynch. Yeah, that's a good play. That's like an inside pivot in basketball. Yeah. Well, by the way, we'll be calling his games in the basketball. Yeah. Extra point now by Diego Leon. It's up and good. And Dowling leading 24-17. But here come the Ankeny offense. And uh, this ought to be interesting. How about that play, John, as you saw it on the sideline? Lynch with a tremendous athletic move there. Yeah, he spent to his outside. That was a great throw by Jackson Smolik. I mean, he threw a fastball there, and, and it's a tough throw because you're throwing against the field side. Now, that's a long throw for a quarterback because that's an easy for a defensive back to jump that route. And it, it was a fastball and, and, and great inside position with Andrew Lynch to keep the defender away from that and then the spin move after that to get in the end zone. All right, Aikens offense going out there in the second half. Brody Breck 
as Ankeny scored back-to-back touchdown. Brody Breck on a six-yard run. Brady McCullough on a 25-yard touchdown reception. Quarterback Jace Bauer gave Ankeny a 17-14 lead. And then Dowling ties it as Jake Calvert on a 23-yard field goal with a minute 39 remaining tied the score. And now Ankeny with their first possession in the first overtime. First and goal from the 10. And uh, inside handoff, Arlen Bruce inside the five, and he's brought down at the two-yard line. Strong move by Arlen Bruce on the inside handoff from quarterback Jace Bauer. Yeah, that was a little too easy there on first down against that Maroon defense. And then uh, Bruce runs right up the middle and, and, and got eight yards fairly easily. He's just such a strong individual. Uh, is Bruce 5'10", 195 pounds. And now Bauer with a second and goal from the two. Looks left, throws left, fires to Brody Breck. And the I pass think it's is, intercepted. It is a fight for the... I think it's... Yeah. No, he's calling touchdown. Yeah, it is because oh, they, yeah. they both come down with it. It uh, goes to the offense. Yeah. And they did. Oh, yeah. Breck came down with it with the Dowling defender, Austin Klein. Yeah, that's And a, the winner of that is always the offense when it's a tie-up. Yeah. And it's... Uh, Anki now one point away from tying it, 24-23 Dowling. Austin, Austin was able to get his hands in there. It was hard to tell how that ball ended up, but well, he was juggling it and lands right on top of Austin Klein. But yeah. Brecht on a two-yard touchdown reception from quarterback Jace Bauer. Now the all-important important extra point, Max Pelham in. The holder is Colin Riggs. Ball's down. Kick is high enough, long enough, and it is good. So we're tied at 24, Dowling and Ankeny. And we'll go to the second overtime after this timeout. Tied at 24, Dowling and Ankeny here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. All right, we're back here at the Indy Dome at Cedar Falls. Second overtime, and it'll be Ankeny with the ball first. They give it to Arlen Bruce from the 10-yard line. He stood up, couldn't turn the corner. Inside handoff left to right, trying to get outside the right tackle, and he's brought down at the 11-yard line. It'll be second and goal from the 11 for the Hawks. And this is where you, uh, defensively, you really want to, you like being on the defense first, so you can put the pressure on the offense now because they've got two plays to try to get it in the end zone or settle for the field goal. So a one-yard loss on the play for Ankeny. He'll bring up second and goal from the 11. Three receivers left, one to the right. Jace Bauer at quarterback has thrown for three touchdowns tonight. Dowling's Jackson Smolik, the sophomore, has thrown for two. 
Inside handoff, once again, Arlen Bruce cuts back over center and bowls his way inside the five down to the three-yard line, a pickup of eight yards. He really finished that run right there and and, uh, met up with Joe Hughes playing that linebacker position. And a lot of, of, he finished that run. So (laughs) it it was good. Joe Hughes meet a Division One running back. receiver, receiver running back. back. Yeah. He also played quarterback. He yeah. hasn't taken a snap yet tonight, but he could. All right, it'll bring up third. Third down and goal for Ankeny. Line of scrimmage, the Dowling three. Tied at 24 in the second overtime. Jace Bauer at quarterback. And a quarterback draw. He'll run to the left side. He bowls his yeah. way in. Touchdown as he was hit at the uh, goal line by Dowling's Max Deary, but he bowled his way in. Touchdown, Ankeny. And they go ahead 30-24, to 24, pinning the extra point on the run by Jace Bauer, the quarterback. Yeah, they, just a strong finish. Strong finish by Jace there as he used to strengthen his legs. And here we got extra points again. Yep, and now Pelham in for the extra point. He's already hit a field goal tonight, missed a field goal tonight. And the holder will be the backup quarterback, Colin Riggs. Cade Summers the snap, ball down, the extra point is up, and it is good. So Ankeny now with a 31-24 lead over Dowling. And we'll take a break, be back, as Dowling will have possession and overtime number two here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Well, welcome back to the Udome in Cedar Falls. As Dowling on first and goal on their first on the second overtime, Jackson Smolik lobs in the end zone. It's intercepted by Arlen Bruce. The game is over. And Ankeny has stopped Dowling's winning streak of 33 playoff games, defeating the Maroons by the score of 31-24 here at the Unidome. And what a tough break for Dowling. What a game it was by both teams. But uh, the Ankeny Hawks will play their CIML rival, the Southeast Polk Rams, this coming Friday night for the state 4A championship. Yeah, Matt. it was an outstanding football game, and uh, it was uh, a lot of a lot of fun to watch and two good football teams going at it, and, and uh, Ankeny gets it done. Well, John Chad, you were on the Dowling sideline all night. A tough break for the Maroons. Maroons come out throwing on their first possession of the second overtime, trailing by a touchdown. And uh, the ball just didn't get enough uh, air under it, and Arlen Bruce came up with a very athletic play there, Johnny. Yeah, when you throw that fade pattern, you got to throw it to the outside. Uh, uh, you know, Arlen Bruce had a good inside position on that, and when the ball is underthrown, uh, it's hard. To, uh, the receiver has to become a defender, and uh, 
it was just uh, Arnold Bruce just made a nice play, a good, good inside position. They certainly did, and the game ends. Uh, Dowling trailed 31-24, and in the Maroons' first possession of the second overtime, Arlen Bruce with the interception as Dowling tried the fade pattern in the far right corner of the end zone to the right of the formation. And uh, here's a replay here, Matt, as they show it on the uh, board here at the Unidome. Uh, the intended receiver, I believe, was Louis Brooks. It was. So congratulations to the Ankeny Hawks. They stopped the seven-time defending champion Dowling Catholic Maroons here in the Unidome. Final score, Ankeny 31, Dowling 24 and two overtimes. Let's take a look at the final statistics tonight. Maroons with 248 yards of total offense. Ankeny with 319 yards of total offense. Maroons had 104 yards in the air and 144 yards in the ground. Ankeny had 196 yards in the ground and 123 yards in the air. Dowling was penalized five times for 56 yards. Ankeny, four penalties, 23 yards. Hawks had 21 first downs. Dowling was 16. Quarterback Jace Bauer of Ankeny, 9 out of 14 passing, 123 yards, two touchdowns, interception. Then Dowling quarterback Jackson Smolik went the distance tonight, 9 out of 15 passing for uh, one interception, 104 yards, and two touchdowns. Rushing, Ankeny. Bauer, the quarterback, 19 carries and 89 yards on the night with one touchdown. Arlen Bruce, 12 carries, 88 yards. Colin Kadoff with 12 carries, or rather with four carries for 13 yards. For Dowling, Cam Middleton was the leading ball carrier for the Maroons. 19 carries, 86 yards. Zach Swagger, eight carries for 38 yards and a touchdown. Smolik, nine carries for 12 yards. Townsend, four carries for eight yards. Leading receiver for Dowling, Louis Brooks. Three catches. For 53 yards, Koa Thompson, two catches for 19 yards. Carson Brown, one catch for 15 yards. And Andrew Lynch, two catches for 14 yards. Mack Anderson, one catch for three yards. For Ankeny, Arlen Bruce, two catches for 46 yards. And he had the all-important interception that sealed the game. Uh, McCullough, one catch for 25 yards and a touchdown. West Falk, three catches for 20 yards for Ankeny. And uh, Summers, one catch for 18 yards. And Brody Breck, two catches for 14 yards and a touchdown. That's a look at the numbers tonight. want to thank Jared Seifrick for providing those to us all season long. And again, the final, Dowling trailing and losing in, in overtime, second overtime, Ankeny 31, Dowling 24. Matt, just a tough break, and it came while we were away at commercial. They went right away with, the obviously, the second possession. Ankeny scored first, and then Dowling one play and intercepted by uh, uh, Bruce, who was covering. Uh, yeah. Players, players making plays. You know, Arlen Bruce. You know, playing both sides of the football there, and and uh, getting in position against Louie. And you know, the ball didn't just have enough air in it. But you know, Ankeny came back in the second half, did a really good job of of controlling the football a little bit more. And and uh, you know, they they made plays when they had to. And and I I mean, I get of the game is Chase Bauer. I mean, he he really yes, he played. A, a good football game tonight, and and uh, he he took that team and and let them let them to the win. Well, that's on the offensive side. I thought Tandon Webb Tate, yeah, the outstanding yep. linebacker, had a lot of plays for the Ankeny defense. And John Chido made his way up to the uh, press box. That's a pretty good time for you there, buddy, coming up from the uh, floor of the Unidome. And what a tough break for the Maroons, but what an exciting game it was for the fans and all of us here. Yeah, it it, it was it. Came down to overtime again. I mean, that's second time in two years, uh, double overtime for that matter. And uh, 
the, the kids got they can't be be down on themselves. They were in a position to win the game. They they had a great year. It, you know, you want to win a state title every single year, but unfortunately, it's it's it's, it's not going to happen. But that's a hard thing to do, and it's been a great run, and th- these kids had a lot of success this year. Well, it's going to be a tremendous state championship game with yeah. Southeast Polk and all their athletes against Ankeny and all their athletes, and we saw a taste of that as Southeast Polk won the first 4A semifinal, 50-10 to 10 over Pleasant Valley in the game that preceded this one, and Ankeny the winner here, 31-24 in the second overtime. What a state title game that's going to be, and again, Two Central Iowa teams doing battle for the 4A championship in the state of Iowa. Last year it was Dowling Valley, yep. and now it's Southeast Polk and Ankeny. Yeah. 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 Go ahead, man. No, you go ahead, Johnny. Go ahead. I was just going to say uh, uh, two explosive offenses, a lot of weapons. Uh, I think Southeast Polk is, is bigger up front on the interior and defensive and offensive line. But both sides, it's going to be uh, an electric game uh, with the uh, with Arlen Bruce, uh Jackson Daly for Southeast Polk. Uh, the kid going to Iowa we talked about from Southeast Polk. Uh, Brody Breck. Uh, coaches mentioned uh, the player of the game that, you know, that Bauer, yeah. uh, what a night he had. I think Garland Bruce putting him at tailback tonight in the second half made a difference. Yeah, you uh, do, we talked about adjustments in the second half. Well, Dowling took the opening kickoff of the second half leading 14-3 to and took a lot of time off the clock. Matter of fact, they had the ball for half of the third quarter but came up empty when they attempted the field goal. The field goal by uh, uh, the Maroons was just off to the left, but it was uh, you know in the ballpark, and that might have been the difference of the game, that one possession for the Maroons because Ankeny comes back and they score two touchdowns on consecutive possessions. Yeah, they, 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 they fought back. You know, but that drive, you know, that – Dowling had to get down there at the end and get that tying field goal. What a time-consuming. Dowling did what they needed to do to neutralize Ankeny as much as they could, you know, because Ankeny's got an outstanding ball club. Yeah, and, there's no question. You know, there was, you know, Dowling was going to have to play their best game, play above their best yep. game by a couple notches, which they did yep. to get to overtime. And, uh, you know, this it, is a really good ball club that Ankeny Hawk team and and uh, they, Dowling, I, I honestly going into the game night, I didn't think overtime. I, we'd be clawing. We'd be, yeah. we'd be lucky to be within a touchdown. Right. No, there's no question. Well, that, that third quarter, you know, Breck ended up scoring. They took it down seven plays, 80 yards. Dowling gets it back. Uh, the Maroons leading 14 to 10. They get it back, and they have to uh, they give it up. And then Ankeny comes back with a seven-play drive, tapped off by uh, Brady McCullough's 25-yard touchdown from uh, Jace Bauer, the a nice throw, and Ankeny takes the lead. And then the Maroons had the ball in the final possession for them, and they get a field goal by Jake Calvert from 23 yards out, tied at 17. And that last minute and uh, 39 seconds after Dowling scored the field goal, here comes Ankeny, and they get yeah. it down to about the 30, and that field goal is just left. It had plenty of distance, but it was just left uh, by uh, Ankeny's Pelham. And then we go to overtime, and both teams score in the first overtime, and Ankeny scores first in the second overtime, and Dowling throws the interception. Game over. Hawks win 31-24. We've we'll, we got to take a break, go to our postgame show, guys. But uh, what a game we saw. Hopefully our listeners uh, had fun with it and uh, had a chance maybe to watch a little bit on TV because this was not a game to miss. It was a great game and two good coaching staffs, great uh, talent by both clubs. And it's Ankeny moving on to play Southeast Polk. Hawks beat Dowling 31-24. We'll move to the postgame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio from the Unidome in Cedar Falls. 
Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Thank you, Skeffington's Formal Wear, for sponsoring Dowling Catholic High School football. In business since 1951, Skeffington's Formal Wear offers quality service, style, and selection, providing tuxedos, suits, and casual groom attire for weddings, proms, and any other special occasion. Skeffington's Formal Wear, with convenient locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. All locations are family-owned and operated by members in their respective communities, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. And we're back here at the Unidome in Cedar Falls, and what a final as Ankeny upends Dowling 31-24 in two overtimes. The game ended with an Arlen Bruce interception of uh, Jackson Smolik uh, pass of Dowling, and Ankeny will play Southeast Polk next Friday, 7 o'clock right here at the Unidome, another CIML uh, final in the 4A championship game. Last year it was Dowling and Valley. This year it's Southeast Polk and Ankeny. I'm Mark Amadale joined by uh, Matt Maindring, John Scheidel, making his way up from the floor of the Unidome. And, John, what can you uh, take away from, like, the uh, – let's, let's talk about halftime. Maroons going to halftime. We talk about adjustments. Dowling came out, took the opening kickoff of the second half, and took half the clock of the third quarter. Twelve minutes are on the clock, and they had it for about six minutes and missed the field goal on a fourth down play, and then Ankeny comes back and scores two consecutive touchdowns, but little adjustments. Arlen Bruce got more involved in the game than just three touches that he had in the first half. He got a lot of touches here in the second half. Get him involved uh, offensively and, and get the ball in his hands, and, and that's exactly what they did. And The success they were having is, is, is he was able to cut back and find those little holes uh, in the Dowling's uh, interior defensive line and, and had a lot of success with that. Um, but what a, what a, what a performance by, by Chase Bauer and, and, and Arlen Bruce. Uh, it, it just, I can't say enough about their play tonight. And uh, that's why uh, Ankeny is where they're at is, uh, you know, Brody Breck, uh, kids, Arlen Bruce. Uh, and then the def- you can't you take away the defensive side of the ball for Ankeny too. Uh, they had some nice plays, but, I, I thought our kids played great. I mean, they, they, they're right in there. Uh, unfortunately, we, we couldn't put that touchdown on the board and settle for the, the field goal. Uh, that was a big play by uh, Ankeny's defense, putting pressure on, on Jackson there and then to force a field goal. But I thought our kids played exceptionally well tonight. I thought the Maroons played very well. They had good poise. And, you know, that starts yeah. with the sophomore quarterback, Jackson uh, has had. Uh, Jackson Smolik's had a lot of playing time this year. He and uh, Jake Steingraber sharing the – uh, the duties and it really paid off here. And he showed a lot of poise. Now he'll be the you know, go, you know go-to guy next year going to the season. But uh, you know Jake could not play tonight, unfortunately. And uh, Jackson held his own. I thought he made some pretty you know pretty good reads. Uh, yeah, there were some things he didn't do, but he didn't do anything to hurt you. And right. uh, you know he did throw into some you know coverages that you wouldn't normally do. But he didn't do anything to hurt you. And you got to take your hat, tip your hat to Ankeny and Coach Rick Nelson. Their kids played well, and they played a pretty good Dowling team. That'll be a good test for them next Friday night when they take on Southeast Polk. They played uh, against a pretty formidable opponent, uh, Southeast Polk, yeah. a one-sided win tonight over Pleasant Valley, which 
both teams undefeated, you wouldn't expect that. But uh, I, I really get that out of that. This will help Ankeny next week. It really will. Yeah. I, I go back. I just want to go back and say, you know, Jackson Smolik, I think, played his best football game tonight of the yeah. year. And uh, he just did an outstanding job from start to finish. And, and you know, in, in, in the second overtime, you're trying to make a play. You're throwing it to your playmaker, right. Louis Brooks, and, you're, you, you know, the kids you want to try and, and yes. make the play to win the football game. And they put they take Arlen Bruce out there and put him on him. And, and uh, to have that uh, the ability to do that, and Arlen Bruce made a good play. and, and uh, But, I you know, the Maroons were impressive tonight. I don't think anybody – thought that they were going to be where they were at the no, end of the football game. No, there's game. no question. Well, it was an achievement. I'm yep. going to give you a little history here, Mark. And I'm see listening. If you okay, November 13th, 1987. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Bettendorf-Dowling. <laughs> state title game, 7-6. to six. It was in, that in same that end zone. zone. Yeah. It was a fade pattern that ended the, the game for Dowling. It was over, yeah. And here we are, November 13th. <laughs> that was one of the many runner-up finishes Dowling had. Yeah. They've had seven... In a row, state championships, plus add another two, add another three. They've had ten state titles since then, so that that's good. But, uh, yeah, it happened in that same end yeah, zone. <laughs> hey, I want to talk about the, the Dowling defense. And Coach mm-hmm. Bossom and that group do a tremendous job up front. You know, we saw Pettis and Patton all over in the backfield. And, uh, you know, when you can put your, another quarterback like Bauer, who's tremendous talent for Ankeny, uh, getting you know worked up a little bit. That, we saw that a lot in the first half. Yeah. And I know Townsend played linebacker. We yeah, sure you missed Kriegshauser out with the MCL injury. Townsend stepped in very admirably. They had to turn around and play offense at times tonight yeah. a little bit mm-hmm. for for Dowling. But I thought those guys did a tremendous job against a very good Ankeny offensive line. They really did. I, the, the defense in that first half. You know, I went back and looked, and and uh, they we held them to three. You know, the Bruins held them to three points. The 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 only other team that was able to do that was Waukee, I believe. And, uh, you know, it was in, in their only loss. And other than that, they hadn't been held, you know, it was 14, 21, 20. I mean, sure. just a dynamic job by that defense in the first half to give that offense an opportunity to get on the board, put them in position to win a football game. And the defense did. Well, they certainly did. Again, Ankeny the winner tonight, 31-24 in two overtimes. The game ends on an interception by Ankeny's Arlen Bruce as he uh, out-jumped uh, Louis Brooks for the ball, and the game ends there in the end zone, and Ankeny off to the uh, state championship game next week. We're going to take our final break and come back from the Indian Dome in Cedar Falls alongside uh, Matt Maindring and John Chido. I'm Mark Amadale. The final, Ankeny 31, Dowling 24 in two overtimes here at the Indian Dome, and Ankeny next week will face Southeast Polk. The Rams a 50-10 win over Pleasant Valley in the earlier 4A semifinal. We'll be back to wrap things up from the Indian Dome here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. 
cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. And welcome back to the Unidome here in Cedar Falls. As This will be our final segment of the high school football season as Ankeny defeats Dowling 31-24 in two overtimes here at the Unidome. Ankeny moves on to play Southeast Polk next Friday night. Alongside Matt Mainring and John Scheido, I'm Mark Amadale. And, gentlemen, what a year it was. And uh, this has been unusual. We were four Friday nights. We had the night off. Of course, one of those <laughs> Friday nights we did have a Thursday night game. But uh, you don't have that too often. You talk about routine, and I think Tom Wilson, who talked about that with us, uh, uh, with me, rather, before the game, uh, said, you know, there is no routine with COVID. You don't know what's going to happen. And uh, forfeited games, games delayed, but here we're playing. We're playing tonight, and hopefully all the teams that won today, because all the classes have went through except for uh, tomorrow. They have, I think, three or, three or four remaining tomorrow. Hopefully they'll all be able to play for a state title next week, yeah. starting on Thursday and ending on Friday because the state tournament is over next Friday. So hopefully that will happen. But what an unusual year and uh, what an interesting year for the kids. Matt, you're there in the, in the school, and uh, it, it's just been a different year, but yet we're still playing, and that's yeah. the main thing. And Ankeny is going to play, and so will Southeast Polk yeah. next Friday. Congratulations yeah. to them. Congratulations to them. Two great football teams and very deserving to be where they are next week. Um, I, I think it's safe to say that for – Coach Wilson and, and the staff and, you know, that this has probably been the most draining football season that it, they've ever coached. And um, you could, you know, I could just, you can just see it. And, I, you know, Coach Wilson gets a lot of accolades as, you know, the football coach and winning the pro, winning program and everything else. But I'm, I'm here to tell you, I see it every day, what he's done for our athletic program through this COVID environment is just amazing. Because, I mean, he, he, he works hand-in-hand hand with Polk County, playing everything by, the, by what's supposed to happen, designing practice so that you don't have anybody within, you know, you create breaks every 10 minutes, kids, so there's no, there's no um, what I want to say, exposure, so we don't have quarantine issues, all of that added stress, and then spread that across all the programs, you know. And so I, my, my hat's, uh, you know, I tip to Tom and 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 uh, everybody else on the staff is this was the most trying fall that um, we've ever had to, they've ever had to navigate through yeah, and I think a lot of uh, coaches and administrators and uh, uh, teachers will echo all that yeah. because they've all been doing it and it's just been a, a balance you've got yeah. to throw in you know the the, the health yep. and you know what was it uh, Five, seven years ago, we were talking about concussion protocol and, yep. and making the game safe. We're talking about football now, making the game safer. Now you add the health aspect, and we're, how can they play? They're, they're in contact with every single play. This, this isn't like golf. This isn't like uh, baseball, softball. And how can you do this? Well, they did. They did. And it's a hats off to the teachers, administrators, and everybody out there. And as you mentioned, uh, Tom's one of the best, and yep. uh, uh, he certainly took that. And, guy next to you can tell you all that he did it with the eighth grade group it was a, a short season as it normally is but johnny you know how that all goes and you and coach flood and uh, coach hagan and and uh, all the guys there at the eighth grade level you, you see that it, it is difficult to do on top of just coaching you got to be the health department or the acting health department and, and and so be it but you've done a great job and it, it's tough to do what a year yeah andy jepson said at halftime i was shocked that we were even able to play uh, eighth grade sure. football i thought we'd be the first one to go and we're able to be able to play the games we played and 
and have a season was just amazing. And, and that's throughout the whole program. You remember, I mean, we had a number one team ranked in the state of Iowa in baseball that couldn't finish the season because of COVID. That's true. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's just amazing what, what Dowling has and, and Coach Mannering and, and, and uh, Coach Wilson and, and the Dowling staff and everybody has done to, to allow things to happen for all programs, not just football. It's I know, just uh, exceptional. It, and I know Polk County put out something today, and, and, and I would just implore everybody that's listening, you know, wear your mask, do the sanitary things. And I know we hear it over and over again, but, you know, we, we do it all day long in the building, and it works. You have to do it on the weekend. And I know it's we're, we're all getting fatigued. Mm-hmm. We are. We're getting fatigued by it. But it's more important right now than ever, and, and it's a shout-out, more importantly, to the healthcare people, the people that are working in our hospitals right now. They are overburdened, and uh, we just need to do our part as, as um, citizens to help them out and uh, limit our contacts and exposures. It's going to be a tremendous push this winter because yes. winter yeah. sports are at stake. Uh, you know, there's, there's talk of uh, a lot of talk about uh, – uh, maybe not having them right away, but hopefully they will. But we've got all got to do our part, and hopefully we are. And uh, I know I look forward to doing the basketball games, but yep. there might, may not be any to do. There may not be any bowling. There may not be boys swimming or girls and boys basketball or wrestling. Right. Those are all on the docket here this winter, and uh, hopefully we'll come up with something. But, uh, yeah, everybody's got to do their part, not just during the week, on the weekends. And that's yeah. where a lot of this stuff and is that's, festered. You, you exactly, you're exactly right. We, I mean, even they, they didn't think we could do football. Yeah. You know, they didn't think we could do <laughs> any of these sports in September. You can if you take the precautions that are in place, and that's what, you know, we, we can do some of these things. But it's, it is, it's from Friday to, to Monday morning that are getting us. Yes. And, and uh, that is really where a lot of these exposures yeah. are happening and it's starting to build and from the kids perspective yeah. you know and so it's it's really making sure that we limit those things and, and as best we can all right well gentlemen we've got to say goodbye and i want to thank you matt and you john for being part of all the games this year here in iowa catholic radio uh, i know it was a tough mm-hmm. loss for dowling congratulations to ankeny but what a run this has been. Seven straight years being in the championship game. Seven straight years winning the championship game. Tonight the Maroons go down in the semis. And uh, hats off to Coach Wilson. And I, I appreciate all his time he's given to us. Uh, the, you know, you don't have too many coaches that have a microphone stuck into them uh, at <laughs> halftime and in the post game. Yeah. I'm talking to you, Chido. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he lets us do that. And, and there's a few people out there. There's a reason why. Uh, Bob Wilson is in, uh, in, in Indiana. Uh, Tom's dad loves those interviews. His mom is, uh, you know, in, in, in Monroe, and she's here most of the games tonight. She's not because uh, she's uh, got issues she's dealing with. So there's reasons like that. We appreciate Tom doing that and all his staff and being accessible to us. And uh, I just appreciate you guys helping out with the broadcast for our listeners, our Dowling family out there, and opponents that uh, listen in. Yeah. They, they, they seem to be entertained. <laughs> I want to thank you, Matt and John. Oh, for thank all, you. For all Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I, thank you, Mark. You make it easy. You yeah. tee it up, and we just sit here, and I just watch a football game and talk about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, that's best thing in the world. They didn't tell you when they hired you from Sheldon that you were going to be the principal and then the radio color yeah. guy on Friday nights. Do you have Fridays free, uh, Matt? Because, you know, an old football coach like you up there in small-town Iowa, yeah. hey, you get to be here. You're over to the Unidome, what? Yeah. 
Yeah, eight yeah. straight years, and you, yeah. just, you like this. So yeah. they even had your name on your seat. It says Dave Marcouli, and then it had a crossover yeah, that, and it. Matt Mandring. I like that. They well, got their own seats up here. It's got a big G on it, right? Big Green Bay Packers. Well, we'll work through that. Yeah. We're going to get that. Keep change. Aaron Rodgers rolling. That's, yeah, that's all right. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, on behalf of everybody, thank you. Thanks for being part of the broadcast. I hope everybody, our listeners, enjoyed it, and we'll hope to do it, Lord willing, in another year. And we take this time to reflect, and, and uh, to the, the Barnable family, we recognition tomorrow at Grandview, 1130, a uh, little tribute to Tom Barnable, and then afterwards, kind of a drive-through with uh, Susie and the boys and the family after the game. So if you can make it to Grandview and Williams State tomorrow, that's where it's all going to happen. Uh, 1130 for the uh, pregame, uh, and then, of course, at 4 o'clock after the game, we'll do that, and then Tom's funeral will be next week. So our thoughts and prayers with the Barnable family, a member of this fine coaching staff at one time, and now I'm part of a uh, Grandview coaching staff, TV. PE teacher at Dowling and uh, a track coach. Uh, we're going to miss you, Tom. I know he's listening because he always listens. Mm-hmm. And uh, I miss him calling. Uh, I miss him saying, hey, voice, what's up? And uh, going from there. And I know you guys will as a staff. And uh, we'll get through it. Yep. But our thoughts and prayers with Susie and, and the family of the Barnabas. So I just want to mention that. But yep. Well said, Mark. And, you know, and, uh, many prayers and, and, yeah. and to him and. Susan and the boys, it's yep. just, yeah. Okay. Well, Johnny, thanks for all you do down there. Oh, thank yeah, you. Not easy I, just, to, I mean, what a perspective I'm just we get. happy we have this coaching staff at Dowling and Tom Wilson and the success that he has achieved and the staff and another successful year. I know it's not a state title, but it's another successful year. And, and hats off to, to Coach Wilson and his staff. If, if people yeah. take for granted a lot of things, yeah. including our daily lives, we take for granted, but. You can't take for granted. Getting to the Unidome is one thing, mm-hmm. but trying to get into yeah. a state title game is another. And and Tom has done that, and that's the kids that put in the work. Yep, that's and, the and, same. And yep. Matt, the guy to your, to our left, John Chido and Fred Tiernan will start in the weight room with that next group of Dowling kids that we'll mm-hmm. see here in a few years. That's where it all starts, mm-hmm. the younger programs. And people don't understand that. They don't believe in it, but I'm telling you it works. Yep. Look at Harlan. Yeah. You know, they, they have a few more titles in Dowling. It starts – with the younger levels, and you got to put the time in. And yeah. those two guys, Fred and, and Johnny, do that with the weight training. That'll begin here pretty soon, right, Coach? Well, that's all Fred Tiernan. I'm just glad Coach T lets me be a part of it because uh, <laughs> he's a well-oiled machine. I mean, he he has his eyes dotted and his T's crossed. Yeah, he's he just, does. He's great. great Fred guy. is fantastic. Well, thanks for all the time you put in, Johnny, and appreciate that. Matt, Thank you. All right. hold the fort down, and we may talk to you during basketball season. Yeah, we'll have to figure look that forward out. to that. All right, that'll wrap up our broadcast tonight here at the Union Dome in Cedar Falls. Many thanks to everybody, including the Dowling administration, Dr. Dan Ryan, Matt Mandering, my broadcast partner, uh, of course, Julie Bell, who's in the director of uh, advancement and uh, athletic director and head football coach, Tom Wilson. Our thanks to everybody behind the scenes, including the retiring Mary Pick and uh, – Michael Connor and uh, yeah, we got to say something to Mary. Come on. Mary. Mary, I mean, she's retiring. Her last mm. day in the job will be in a week or so here, and and uh, we will miss her. Yes, yeah, yes, indeed, and and very, uh, you know, very deserved retirement yes. for Mary. Yes, and uh, so. Best of luck, Mary, and we appreciate everything you've done. I've known her a long time, and she does a great job. Our thanks to Jared Seifert. He provided our stats throughout the year, part of the Dowling coaching staff, Father Ryan Andrew, the chaplain at Dowling, and, of course, uh, our halftime guest, Andy Jepson, the CFL, the Catholic Football League president, and he came out and talked a little bit about the Catholic Football League, but more importantly talking about uh, the memory of Tom Barnable, the Dowling PE teacher who passed away of COVID earlier this week. Our thanks to Jeff uh, 
Pickett, our studio producer, and our thanks to everybody behind the scenes at Iowa Catholic Radio, including Jimmy Olson, Deacon Tony Valdez, Joe Teeling, uh, Bell Chase, Brian Sweeney, Mike Downer, Maddie Maurer, and Greg Wishwine. Thank you for helping us stay on the air each and every Friday night. Our thanks to our business writers and supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio for supporting our radio broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports for 44 years. Also, I thank the Ankeny High School Administration, Athletic Director Andy Umtham, along with the Ankeny Hip- uh, Hawks head football coach Rick Nelson as the Hawks move on to the championship game against Southeast Polk next Friday night with the win over Dowling tonight, 31-24 in two overtimes. Up next, uh, we will have uh, high school basketball here on Iowa Catholic Radio. We'll have the start of the high school basketball season. It'll be right before Thanksgiving, we'll have a girls-only contest as Dowling will take on Mason City uh, from the Dowling Gym on uh, Tuesday, November 24th. Uh, join me for the broadcast here on Iowa Catholic Radio, pregame at 7.30, tip-off at 7.45 from the Dowling Gym. For my broadcast partners, Matt Mandering and John Chido, I'm Mark Amadale. Thank you for listening to the official radio network of Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 and 94.5 FM here in the greater Des Moines area, streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com. For our studio producer, once again, Jeff Pickett, I'm Mark Amadale. Our thanks to everybody involved with our broadcast, and thanks for tuning in to our playoff football broadcast tonight. Again, the final score for the final time, it was Ankeny 31, Dowling Catholic 24 in two overtimes here at the Unidome. Ankeny ends Dowling's winning streak in the playoffs at 33 straight. Uh, the Maroons conclude their season with the record of 8-2, and two, and uh, Ankeny moves on to face Southeast Polk with the record of 10-1. and one. Thanks for everybody for listening, and again for uh, for Matt Mandering and John Chidel, this is Mark Amadale, and uh, so long from the Union Dome in Cedar Falls. Have a safe and blessed, faith-filled evening. Coverage of Dowling Catholic High School football is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, Skeptics Formaware, and Bows in the Florence. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.